0: This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch, or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Three peeps in
1: the podcast.
2: Hello, and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast. We are back on the regular show, and it's me and Rich, and we'll introduce our guest in a second. Rich, how are you? All right, Patrick, how are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. It's uh, the first time in a while that we've gone old school and uh, just had the three of us chatting I won't say S H I T, but chatting about whatever we wish. And I, I think you've missed it, haven't you?
3: I've definitely missed it, Patch. Because um, I, I was chatting to my friend about this recently. I can I can be the real me on this. <laughs> Gosh, well, that's dangerous. Usually, but usually, as you interview in some celeb or or a no, minor celeb or restaurant tour, I, I just try and chip in when I'm allowed. But this, <laughs> I can. I, I don't know, I can throw in the old one liner. You can chip
2: wish. in. You can chip in whenever whenever you wish um yeah so just to touch on uh, on that um yeah we've had a, a a few interviews lately uh ytl arena rich we got together with andrew billingham and heard about the exciting uh project that is the ytl arena so we're going to be following that over the coming years so that's quite exciting isn't it
3: mate i can't wait and glad, glad we got on board on that and i think i think andrew was quite impressed with no not impressed but i think he wanted a kind of not not an even posed kind of people telling the story, but uh, yeah, just some regular Bristol Boys podcast.
2: Yeah, of it are interested in the project, interested in the, the heritage that they're bringing through with the supersonic as well.
3: And it does look, it does look. Yeah, if, if the plans come to fruition, it looks mighty incredible.
2: When the plans come to fruition, it went, yeah. Um. So. Uh, we've got um we've got a guest, as I say, and uh, this man's voice is actually on every episode of Three Peeps in a podcast because in a tribute to the late great Dennis Watermint, this man wrote the theme tune and sings the theme tune. Duncan Come and come in, sir.
4: Yes. Hello, boys. Uh, is everybody <laughs> all right? <laughs> Do you know it's been a how long has it been since we were last together as as the the three of us? Two years is it? Probably eighteen months, I reckon. Eighteen months, yeah. Have you run out of celebrities now to talk to? I mean, am I like am I just at the bottom of the list? Like who have who haven't we spoken to? (laughs) Let's give Duncan a call, right? Because I'm I'm not a Bristol celebrity. I'm not a footballer. I'm just a regular bloke, right?
2: Absolutely, but it's it's getting just the three three of us together, and it could be me, Rich, and you know. Chef Anton, me rich and and you just takes us back to the old times. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it's t- the 2 year anniversary that we that we actually lost Mike and that I think that was something that spurred me on to say right, let's do a an old episode that where it's just three blokes chatting about absolutely anything and uh yeah, I think we'll have a we'll have a good old
3: time. Am I, wrong yeah. thinking, am I wrong thinking Duncan had dark hair last time he did this podcast?
4: You no, know, don't... Re- <laughs> hey, Rich, don't remind me, man. I, I tell you what, sometimes... It, I've noticed, yeah, I am... Longer going, hair. Uh, gray, yeah, longer and greyer now as well. Well, I've got short hair, but it's going grey. Yeah. But I've noticed when I go into the office and I'm on a Zoom call, right, and there's a there's a fluorescent light above my head, it makes me look like I've got really white hair. I mean, I, I've just got grey <laughs> strands here and there, right? But yeah. it can look quite grey. I don't, I mean, obviously, it's the ageing
3: process, um but rich i'm looking at you you haven't got a single gray hair at all i think think i'm more of a silhouette against my back windows i think that hides it quite well well at least
2: you've both got hair so i
3: was gonna say uh, something that patch went well i I mean i
4: remember patch when you did have hair and you you were losing a bit at the front and i remember you used to Mm. kind of brush your hair forward into like a peak do you remember And then I I just said, look, man, just get a number four all over. You were about to go on a holiday, a cruise, I think. That's right. And I think you took the plunge. You decided to just get the barber just to cut the hair. And I think Mm. by the time you came back, you just had like a zero all over. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think you've ever done anything since then, right?
2: Absolutely not. No, I I think Uh, I uh, went through a phase during lockdown, about eight weeks of not not shaving it just to see what what happened and yeah. i'd much much,
4: much prefer it, much preferred it, I it. back to a full head of hair <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you look but the thing is though patch you looked instantly better once yeah. you shaved your head you really no. did no yeah.
2: I, I and it, it feels so much cleaner as well whenever right. i whenever i do shave my hair i usually just do like a naught all over now and it does give you that sort of sense of freshness
3: right extra minutes in bed as well i should imagine absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah
4: but through lockdown, I don't know if you saw or not, but I actually grew my hair quite long. I was like man bunning and everything. And it was, do you know what? It was fun having long hair, that's for sure, right? But I had no idea it took that much effort to kind of it, look after, it, right? It so it's not, you have to take two bottles into the shower, right? You have to yeah, it definitely looks and, like
2: uh, a, a mad scientist look for me.
4: Yeah, yeah. But interestingly, when I had the man bun thing going on, actually it looked it looked really smart and it was really interesting. It was that juxtaposition of being a professional in an office in London, middle aged man with a man <laughs> with a man bun. <laughs> it kind of like it worked, you know, it's really interesting. I got loads of compliments about it. And then as soon as I cut my hair and went short again, everyone was, oh, why did you cut your hair? It looked so good. It's like oh crap, I didn't know which way to go with it, right? Oh, well, you got the option, haven't you? You got the option. I can always grow it back, Rich. That's yeah. right. Yeah
2: absolutely yep. absolutely um so our, the first thing we would usually talk about is stuff we've been up to lately and rich always would always come up up with something that he's done that uh that was interesting usually it was cycling or or something along those lines or going to a local fort or victorian folly but what rich have we, what have you been up to
3: well recently patch yeah
0: well, this time, well this not time
2: not in the last two years
3: I just like recently. I mean, this time last week i was in the cypher Spain spain enjoying a golf trip there we the go lad. see i knew there'd be something this time, this time last week, I was just coming off the golf course, for Angorola, Marbella area of Spain. Yep. So flew out on the Tuesday. That was carnage in uh, Bristol Airport. Flew out yeah. Tuesday. What's that
2: all about? What I've seen that again today and queuing out the door at four a.m. What is it? Staff shortage? What's the what's the problem?
3: Well, I think the reason they give is obviously when these jet, they put people in furlough and kind of advise people to get other jobs, didn't they? Which mm. they did. Got other jobs. I love love neck oil. Uh, got ever jobs and then some of them obviously didn't come back when the flights restarted again and obviously the, then people were getting COVID as well so it is staff shortages apparently okay but if i could recommend it to anybody if they're flying at easy jet if you by any chance you don't have to take a suitcase on under the hold <laughs> you can go light go light because yeah. i was fine but the, the four blokes who had to check in golf bags they literally made the flight by the skin of their teeth why even though even though we were there two hours before the flight the gate was literally closing when they finally got through security.
2: And how is your golf game these days?
3: Well, I don't want to brag about it. But, um, Not eight good. Of us, so eight of us went, right? Four have played before, and four of us were like virgins, basically, right? And us virgins also hired clubs from the airport. We don't have our own clubs or anything. So the four the, boys... From
2: the airport?
3: Well, yeah, club, clubs for hire. So you, you pick All up right, the okay. clubs on the way home, you drop them off. So us four we all just pay 50 quid to hire clubs for the week. There are four who have played there regularly at their own clubs. Us four beat them twice. So there was, t- there was three team events. We beat them twice out of three. And within that team event, there was individual events and I won both the individuals.
2: Why? Wow.
3: So we've borrowed golf clubs and first time I've ever played that golf course, I won.
2: Brilliant. Oh, fantastic.
3: Really, I, I, I played twice a year.
2: And Duncan, yeah. have you ever tickled the ivory of the golf club?
4: Yeah, that's a terrible analogy. <laughs> I, 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 there's not even a connection. Like, tickle the ivory means to play piano. <laughs> tickle say. the ivories of a golf club.
3: Is uh, that kind of... Dear. Tickle oh, the it's...
4: ivories at a golf club, maybe. Oh, yeah.
3: uh, I would have said if you ever tickled the shaft of a golf club.
4: Yeah, um, that would be better, Rich. And then, you know, at least it can, it's more relatable, isn't it? I have, I, and in fact, I actually live... My house, um, my garden backs onto a golf course. I've actually got, I can literally walk onto a golf course where I live. And okay. I still haven't played this golf course yet. Right. Um, so I've signed up to be a, a member. Luckily, it's one of those that you don't have to be, it's not posh enough where you need to get proposed. I think you can just apply. It's yeah, just yeah, a bit yeah. of a waiting list for it, yeah. right? Um, but I do play, I have played, I, I enjoy it enormously. I think it's it's mm. great. When I when I used to work for a BMW, we used to have um we used to be able to play at Wentworth, right? And that you know, that's I mean, for those who don't follow golf, this is like one of the world's best golf courses (laughs) and me and and, and some of the guys from BMW just (laughs) just go around and play at Wentworth right Um, (laughs) but I mean terrible handicaps I don't even know what the lowest handicap is it's like 25 or 28 or something you know we're just playing off like terrible handicaps but we used to love playing there it was absolutely wonderful Mm -hmm. and you felt yeah it just made you feel really special and I played I played Wentworth I played at the Belfry but as guests to do with BMW at the time that was all so I I, I do like it it's it's, a fabulous game.
2: I've played warmly pitch and putt, and that's about as far as I've got. That's, yeah. where
3: I, that's where I learnt my trade. So <laughs> yeah, Do you know, it, Rich... That was, ending, I, that was my road. So. Rich, I was thinking about you
4: the other day. Do you still oh. go to the um, darts? Do you still go... There was something on TV, and I thought... because I remember one of the last shows I was on with you, maybe a couple of shows back, you'd just come back from, like...
3: Yeah, yeah. Was it in yeah. Wales
4: or something? Some yeah, sort yeah, we, of
3: darts? I think I think we did five years in Cardiff. Then obviously when the COVID... Came right. In. We haven't been since, but yeah, we'll be looking to go back where, there.
4: Where, when do they do it again? Do you know?
3: um Well, the tickets go on sale in October. So right.
2: Pre- well, you're by, um, you're by Ali Pally, aren't you, Duncan?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, I'm south of the river, but yeah, it's mm. not far away. I mean, yeah, I can this, get this, there this, in like 40 this minutes. This
3: is Premier so. League darts. This is like a weekly event. Every Thursday, they have <clears> like a Premiership match, kind of. Yeah.
4: thing
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, oh, I love it. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Get, and yeah, and the
3: reason, and Duster. it wasn't even, it wasn't even darts that made me
4: think about you was, I don't know if you follow snooker or not, but it was just, I just happened to be flicking through and I saw Ray O'Sullivan in the, in the finals at snooker in, I think it's in Sheffield, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it just looked great. And it reminded me of being a kid watching the snooker with my granddad, right? Because he used to love it, right? I mean, back then, you know, when when I was a kid, it was kind of like, it was on TV, it seemed all the time, right? And it just, I just had that flashback. And I thought Ronnie O'Sullivan had, had... I mean, I haven't followed it in a while, and I just thought he'd
3: retired. I'm sure I heard or read somewhere that he, he'd retired. He, he has a little soak on now and again. And he, Does and he? He threatens yeah. to kind of retire. Then he comes back and wins everything. Again, yeah, so. he wins
4: everything. Yeah, and, it was, and I, I was just watching this because um, it was quite a close game, wasn't it? And uh, Could you believe, it, though? Could you believe the prize money that they get? It's
2: 500 oh, what, grand he got for winning that. Really? And Jud, Judd Trump, Bristol's... Trump, I should say, yep. um, yeah. got 200 grand as a runner-up and you know i can't imagine that there's still that much money in snooker as you say back in the day it was like you know that the tv event of the year wasn't it
4: yeah well, I, but I, I, when i was looking at the sponsor. audience though it was completely packed out i mean and then obviously there's there's a lot of international um tv follows the snooker as well and i know they make a lot of money on these kind of tours around asia in particular mm-hmm. right so yeah, I, I, I bet that. Yeah, I imagine that that young lad from uh, Bristol's not having to worry about his gas bill or anything like that. I'm sure he can Absolutely cover it. Absolutely not. Now, yeah, good well, for him. Yeah, yeah, he's,
2: he's been around for quite some time. I think his, yeah. his, his prize money's well into the millions, Rich. Yeah. I thought. am surprised yeah. he had
3: one more. I thought he might have won more than he has. To
2: be mm. honest. Yeah. Okay, and um, so uh, Rich has had a few holidays. Duncan, what's uh, what's happening with you name Well,
3: I mean, the, the latest
4: was I got called up for jury service at the Old Bailey. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, and th- this came in the, in, the, in the mail about, I don't know, four or five weeks ago. And you know, it comes with a little window envelope. And I looked in there and summons. I went, oh, no, what have I done? Right. I thought, <laughs> oh, I just saw the word summons. Then my name, it looked all at HM whatever. And I just thought, blimey, this looks really serious. Mm-hmm. opened it. And I thought, oh, I've been selected for jury at the Old Bailey. Now, I didn't know you could be called up twice. So I've done jury service before, but at, at Crown Court, not at Central Criminal Court. Um, and actually this week, th- th- this Monday was the first day of being selected for jury service. However, I haven't been selected. I've been sent home and I'm, and I'm I, am ple- I mean, gutted in a way because I'd quite like to have been on the jury. But the case that they were trying, and obviously I can't talk about it, hmm. was going to take about eight weeks. And I, and I just had to, you have to put a case together with the judge and say, right. look, I, I, I just can't give up that amount of time. So there's and it's an important
3: Rebecca Vardy, Colleen Rooney. uh,
4: No 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 it was was pretty serious the case they were trying and in fact it was only today I got released from jury service having to put I had to write a letter to the judge just explaining that this could this could be very difficult for me to to commit to that amount of time and and she was great and you know uh, they do like a first cut, second cut and then the third cut are the ones that get sworn in for the jury but they won't be leaving court until like mid July or something I mean it's kind of like a big commitment
2: let's take it back a little bit into you to to you getting that letter and seeing summons yeah how quickly did you open that letter and were where are your hands shaking
4: well, do you know what? I I just thought, you know, when you see, it, I thought maybe it was that, like I'd forgot to pay a like a fine or something. Passing that's probably fine, what yeah. I thought it was, or it might have been something to do with income tax or whatever. I mean, I'm pretty law-abiding citizen, right? <laughs> but you know, we all make mistakes, and I might, I might have just forgotten something. But I I opened it because obviously you see the word summons, you know yeah, that's yeah. going to be serious, and I opened it, and it was actually a bit of a relief. Yeah, it um, was. But I, it's such a shame because I would have loved to have uh, to to done my civic duty. But I, but the commitment generally is for two weeks. And when I did it before, um, a, a crown court, a Snaresbrook Crown Court, um, about fifteen years ago, I did um, two trials, and it was so interesting. It's really brilliant to see the legal, mm. uh, you know, the um, UK legal system in action. It was, it was so interesting. And being at Central Criminal Court would have been obviously a, a pretty serious yeah. trial. Um, but when you went into the courtroom, it was. It was amazing right i mean you just got that sense of kind of um what's the word i'm looking for it's kind of like that that ceremony yes exactly it was kind of you know the judge the the barristers the solicitors the court recorders the kind of press the whole thing i mean it's 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 quite a spectacle and it makes you realize that you know there's a lot of tradition goes into kind of like our legal system Mm. and this goes back several hundred years right yeah, yeah. um and if um what's been interesting it's kind of sent me down it's kind of nerd sniped me a little bit because i've started watching all these videos about you know being a barrister and what it means to be a, a judge and kind of like all the all the language that's used in court and even down to the way barristers dress and the wigs and the meanings the symbolism behind it and it's fascinating it's really great so i am i'm relieved that i'm not on jury service for like eight weeks i'm disappointed that i'm not on jury service at all now which is I may not get called again in my lifetime, right? So
2: so at a very high level and a quick explanation, why do they wear the wigs?
4: Um well, I think a, a lot of it is to is to give you that anonymity in court, right? So um so they always wear um so the the research I've done and if there are lawyers listening, I'm sure they'll correct me, but from what I understand the the, the cloaks, the, the 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 yeah, cloak I guess you call it, there must be a gown, I'm sorry. Um that it's only in black. and They have to wear a particular type of tie. Um, and I think if you're a QC, you get like an additional piece of material. They call them silks, right? And he has like a silk cowl over the shoulders. Uh, and then the wig really just makes you become anonymous in court, right? So there isn't, no one's outdressing anybody else. It kind of levels the playing field. So when the defence and the prosecution are talking to the judge, the judge is there to make sure there's an even... Mm -hmm. kind of allowance for cross-examination and questioning and whatever and then the judge has a slightly different look so there's a bit of color there um and it's and they have a a slightly different wig but again it's just to uh, it's just to set that kind of precedence where nobody should be superior to the other the judge is there to for fair play Mm. but the people that are actually trying it are the jury right i mean they're the ones that will make yeah. the decision and it's a huge responsibility oh, i'm sure and and i'll be honest i went in there and I, I i felt slightly overwhelmed by it all because it is such an emotional very visceral kind of experience yeah
3: right i mean how many times do you change your mind over the process of whether he's guilty or innocent I bet. well
4: yeah i mean that that's i mean
3: or
4: she. That, yeah or, or she or, or she. them yeah um, they are, they are but that. when when i did it before um it's quite interesting because I, the, the the idea of a jury makes it very fair, right? I mean, you know, the prosecution, the defence have to put their case together for the jury and the judge is there to really make sure there's a fair kind of representation of and, and a balanced argument from both sides. But when we went in and talked about this one I did like 15 years ago, it was so interesting, people's interpretation of what they'd heard. Mm. And the first case that I went on the, the judge said I want a unanimous verdict and we couldn't get to it we just could not get to it at all um and it took like hours and hours and hours I think it, it might have taken a day actually um and then we we got called back in if I, I can't quite remember the whole thing but they said look they'll, they'll settle for a unanimous um and then we presented the verdict um then but it's it's an awesome piece of wow. civic duty yeah
2: wow I bet yeah. never done it never done it
4: yeah, and no, I, I, to, be, to be honest with I never thought I'd get called again. I mean, this was—I thought once you'd done it, you never got called again. But yeah, it's a—it's yeah. a, a random, it's a lottery thing. Yeah, as long as you're between eighteen and seventy-five and you're on the electoral register, you can get called.
3: Talking about right. it, hundred eighty-four million, eh? Ooh, Ooh know, is that what you want?
4: Hundred and eighty-four million pounds. Can you believe it? Some person has just earned that in. That's too much in it. Over. I mean, that's a, <laughs> I mean, that's just a staggering amount of money. I mean. It that just is, you. yeah. I mean, that's money. It. If you managed it, could could go for generations, couldn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah. But I'd be looking at buying a house in every major city, kind of. Like, do I mean, like. <laughs> I've got world. a
4: question for you. If you won, right, and you may have won, you're not telling us. Would you
3: go public would, or would you stay honest. anonymous? I anonymous? Um No, no. I got. I like, I'll, I'll, I'll go public just to shop a little bit, but um. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. Public. I wouldn't
4: either.
1: I no,
3: wouldn't. No. there'd be a queue at your door.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah.
3: But I am sure I heard correctly. Is not Elon Musk, yeah, he doesn't own a house, does he? He just lives in hotels. He sleeps
4: in his yeah, he sleeps in his um um in the Tesla mega factory somewhere.
3: <laughs> yeah, or he just yeah. moves from hotel hotel yeah. to just does that. Yeah. That's weird, right. isn't
0: it?
2: Worried worried about owning a house, clearly. Yeah. Right, I've got some. I got some more random. Great, great, great kick off, Duncan, with the random question about the lottery. That's always a very good one. Oh, um, that was
4: Rich. Did He's take the credit? By sure Rich, Rich came up with that
3: one. I never yeah. get any praise, Duncan. Never get any no. It's all right.
4: I'll praise you. you. Do you do a great? Day. In fact, it's you that really holds this. Yeah, podcast together, isn't it, Rich? Absolutely.
2: That's
3: what that's says.
2: Yeah, Rich. Any sadness from you? Discontinued the iPod after twenty-one years.
3: Well, when was the last time you used the iPod? Really. Yeah, more, more phones don't it I, but, I got yeah. but
2: when, when we first crossed paths back in the days at Hargreaves Lansdowne uh, you were you were the, the the leading force behind Apple in the uk I think and I'm, I remember you the first ipad uh, iPod and ipad that you had um you know the little track wheel and the little buttons on the side and stuff like that.
3: Uh, still got the original but it't does it still got it have you it doesn't power it powers up as then I get a little battery icon on the screen but I can't set any music or anything. Well, yeah. I would
2: I would definitely keep it
3: oh, I got it good well good, i good, I good.
4: actually sold my 160 gigabyte generation 3 iPod last year I just put it on eBay I thought I might get like 30 quid for it I got like 80 or 90 quid for it wow. um but i I was in New York when and I went to the Apple store to buy the second generation iPod which was um it had the fire it had like the firewire connection. And yeah. it had to, yeah, I can't, I mean, black and white. Is that the four buttons? And, the, and it had the four buttons on it. Yeah, it yeah, had yeah. that
3: as well. And, you know, you just felt so cool walking around with this thing <laughs> when it first came out, right? But, but it, you're it right. Is, it's amazing how things have moved on because yeah. I, got, I got excited when they first started doing colour album covers. Yes, yeah. And the yeah. iPod Nano, when the iPod Nano, Nano came out, the little no. long one. like, And and there was one version, I think my
4: my version, the, the 160 gig came with like a U2 album on it.
0: Preloaded, oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. if I recall, and that—I I mean, I actually thought the album was good, but I think loads of people just hated the fact that someone had put yeah, uh, you YouTube. You had to have it. Yeah, you uh, uh, on the thing. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: No, yeah, it's, I, it is sad though, and 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 you know, now we've got phones that have got the iPod element obviously built into it.
3: Yeah.
1: But,
2: but um, well,
3: yeah. Even, even iTunes don't exist anymore, does it? But that's right. I mean, y- you don't load a CD and then
4: load that track yeah. on. You just, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I've been a Spotify user for years, right? Just paying yeah, tenner a streaming month. Now, but right? I've actually switched it now to YouTube and then YouTube music. Okay. Um, and it's not bad. I mean, it's not as good as Spotify. I don't think of finding stuff, but it's actually not a bad, it's not a bad workaround. So for the, Twelve ninety nine a month for not getting adverts on your YouTube playlist, you can actually get YouTube music included, so it's a pretty good deal, really. Ah,
2: interesting, yeah I've, not, yeah. I've not ventured into the YouTube music. Yeah, I've, I've th- I did YouTube Red or YouTube Premium for a bit when Cobra Kai came out on that. Yeah, initially. Yeah, and for, for that reason, but uh, yeah, never ventured back into it.
4: How many seasons are Cobra Kai are into now? Is it four? Is it?
2: This is the fifth one coming up, I think.
4: It's coming out, is it? Yeah, because yeah, I except, did listen to September. your. I, and I really enjoyed that podcast you did with that American guy talking about the last season.
2: Yeah, Doc Chris that, Mueller.
4: Have you still got that? Is that is that podcast still available? Yeah, I yeah. tried to listen back to it.
2: All, all um all previous podcasts are available on uh, on Podbean or Spotify or wherever. Really. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we or, actually we actually we're going to do a review of season four. Um, yeah. But we we're waiting for Rich to watch it. And he never got round to it. So I've got yeah. note. I've got notes on the first season that I made on my phone. Um yeah. And yes, unfortunately,
4: well, I did that enjoy that podcast. Failed. Yeah. And I tell you, you guys introduced me to another podcast called the Wernham Blog, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, and I really love it, right? Um, other podcasts are available <laughs> relating to the office, I'm sure, right? But I did enjoy it, and and I've listened to them. I've listened to their podcast twice now, an and what I found is I was driving down to Cornwall last year with my son to go camping and it was like having someone narrate the office <laughs> while I was driving it was it was so good I really yeah. did enjoy it and they yeah, they're the, great they, uh, you know them personally now do you? yeah yeah. We, yeah we
2: we hosted a quiz with them in uh, Bristol yeah.
4: oh that's right that's right yes Just before yeah. the
2: pandemic and yeah. um, they've now done extras haven't they
4: they did extras as well yeah and I, I've listened to that as well but it's yeah, you know, I mean it's hard to believe that the office now is is it 20 years or just over 20 years now yeah, since it came yeah. out? And fair play um, to but,
2: them getting they had Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant yes.
4: on there. Oh, they've had Stephen Merchant. I've not heard yeah. that one. I listened to the Ricky Gervais one. But I was watching The Office on BBC the other day and it it has dated, right? I mean it's brilliant, it is brilliant.
2: Well, well, I'll tell you what, but, that's a great segue. Um oh, is it? yeah that comes on to uh uh some something that you watch if there's nothing else on you sit down on a night and you think right it's too late to start anything new what do you fall back on and for me it's it's the office or this country um, oh, i've not
3: seen this country is that a good is that a good oh, show yeah you've got to watch that oh, yeah, it's very it's on, good, yeah. On yeah bbc I, I player i didn't like it first of all because i thought i thought he was too similar to um gareth in the office and i, I couldn't look past that but once I got into it, it's actually very, very good.
4: Yeah. I I, I remember uh, at your house, Patch, we watched an episode of Friday night um dinner, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never got into it after that. And then my son has just watched it. He, I mean, he turned 13 on the eighth of May, right? So he's really yeah, you know, he's turning into that kind of moody teenager now. But he was laughing his head off watching, and I was just thinking, oh blimey, you know, he's really getting into the comedy thing. Yeah,
3: that's I'm not awesome. quite
4: sure if he's I'm not quite sure he's ready for the office just yet. But um yeah, it was it was wonderful hearing him laughing his head off at that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think
3: I think you need to work, I think sometimes you need to work in office to actually I was gonna say that. Yeah. And, yes, you might be right. Yeah.
2: Um well that's another segue, but I'm not ready to come off of this topic yet. Cause yeah. Rich, what's your what's your sort
3: of uh, my go-to? Yeah. I don't know. It's over an ex-hamster or a porn Hut <laughs> <ham. laughs> <laughs> Um I do like, me and, me and my other daughter, we do like watching Taskmaster. So we do kind of go back over the old series, uh, old uh, seasons before. That's, that's, that's kind of our go-to one.
2: Taskmaster, hosted by... Um, Greg Davis. Greg Davis, yeah. No, that's good. That's good.
3: He's yeah. hilarious, though, great. I mean, yeah, when I, quite often on
4: YouTube, you know what the algorithm serves up kind of stuff that thinks yeah. you like. And quite often, it seems to be Greg Davis talking to Graham Norton with these ridiculous stories, right? And it's really like if you're traveling into work and you're caught in the moment, you know, you just start laughing at this stuff. And it, it and this bit yeah, and watching watching Greg Davis just tell these stories about him being, I mean, he was just a psychopath as a teacher, right? It's hilarious. Yeah. And I just love it. And it really makes me it really makes me laugh. But there's one video I got caught laughing at on the on the train into work one morning was outtakes of something called is this dog it's like on cbbc this dog called oh, yeah, hunter up um, i can't i, I, yeah, I
1: can't you're, remember you're
4: the, hunter t in it or something something like that and honestly i just thought i'll oh, watch that i wonder boy I was, I was absolutely crying Yeah. and i really just couldn't stop laughing I, I, every, every time it pops up on youtube i just watch it it's just like four minutes of of, of just insane kind of dialogue and it's really funny
3: well, the one i the one I'm i saw is heard literally of it. eight, it's literally eight seconds and it's yes yeah, it's, it's laura and hunter and he's he just says we're just men or something and, and oh she, that's right
4: that that's one of the
3: yeah that's in the clip and she literally they, snorts she? She literally snorts. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know there's another big waste yeah
4: I, I mean i do you know it's so funny i can't even record i can't <laughs> recite much of it but uh, yeah find find it and then maybe I put the link the, in for the, your the, listeners right
2: the best ever outtakes for me are the in from derek where they're in the caravan. Yes,
4: in the caravan, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I have, yeah. I, I have to back her in because I've got no chance.
4: <laughs> well, the thing is, the, <laughs> the guy who plays that character is, is just naturally hilarious, right? Yeah. He's a really, uh,
2: David uh, Earl, he, David Earl is his. But uh, his I think they call name. him like Brian Gitting. Brian, Brian Gitting, Gittin, 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 Gittin,
4: Gittin, Gittin, Gittin. isn't it? Yeah. And he's he's just hilarious because the way he delivers his lines, it's, it's yeah, fabulous. Yeah. And even in, um, have you watched the, um, afterlife yeah. series yeah
2: what yeah, did exactly. you think no i loved it Absolutely, i did too
4: it. yeah the, i mean every, the third series got quite mixed reviews but i actually thought that was the best of the three I thought the third was one of the best ones yeah and it was very emotional at the end wasn't it i mean mm. it's kind of like you know grown men and all that kind of stuff it's all comedy but it was actually very thought provoking oh, and i is. think it actually dealt with you know mental health is one of those things where it's great that people are talking about it but actually Mate, I, and the thing is with with Ricky Gervais is a very, he's a very good actor, right? He's a very good kind of, he's very emotionally invests in his his performance, mm. and you really, you really feel that kind of pain he was going through as well. And I just thought the way that uh, it was a very satisfactory story art the whole thing from beginning to the to the end, and the way it was resolved at the end, I, I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was a lovely yeah, was, piece of work. Out. It was a lovely tie up at the end where you kind it of it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's brilliant yeah it's brilliant
2: um so yeah the, the segue was going to be back it, going into back into the office um duncan i don't know what your sort of status is in terms of homework versus office yeah
4: it's i, I think i think um particularly with a large organization like mine I mean, I mean i'm in banking right but um it's kind of the hybrid model seems to be kind of normal now in fact it's not what days are you working from home it's like what days are you going into the office yeah right? exactly it's switched and, and around doesn't it yeah it, it's switched round, and it's it's really interesting i mean it, um, I mean, I'm lucky. I've got a, a nice office environment at home to work. I've got my—I've literally got my own office at the end of the garden, right? Mm. Um, but what I'm missing is that kind of interaction you get from walking around.
2: Yeah, you can't—you repla- can't replace that, can you? You, you no. don't sort of suddenly just dial someone on Teams and say, "Can we have a quick, you know, chat about yeah. nothing?"
4: Although I—I I do have a tendency to I have a look at my list and I see someone with a green light. I'll just bring them <laughs> up, right? We doing <laughs> like that, but. But um what I've found going going back to the office, you think, oh bloody, I've got to commute now. I've got to pick up a coffee in the thing. Um, and then you realise pack
2: from under the desk and
4: Well, exactly. And and then taking your kit in as well. I mean, we we use um we just have laptops, right? And yeah. um but they've got this new thing now where you could just go to any PC and then just kind of put your name in it. It worked, but you miss out on some of the apps that it has. Yes. But generally it's 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 not too bad. But what I do now, my my rule of working from the office unless I've got a specific appointment to make Mm. I look at my calendar if it's full of zoom calls I'm not going to go in right because that's just a waste of time I mean um you know there's there's some managers that I've asked their team to come in that have traveled for them to be next to each other on a zoom call it's kind of bonkers right um but it's it's you know what I try to do with my own team and I've I've got um there's six of us that make up my, my team right and it's just once a month the last Thursday of every month I just bring everyone in And we just go out for lunch. We might spend the afternoon just having drinks, or we've been—I mean, we've watched a couple of movies together at Everyman Theatre in in Canary Wharf. If one of if
2: one of if one of those guys is on holiday or not very well that day, they they have to wait till the next month to see everyone.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, what we do is make it part of the thing. Like, we try and see each other as often as we can. Right, this is that definite. Yeah, this is one thing where we just try and clear the calendar get rid of an appointment so we can actually hang out for the afternoon and it and it works very very well I, you know i'm really i'm really proud of the team they do so, a great job
2: so like rich and i working at hl back in for, oh from me i think i started other talking.
4: large investment organizations are
3: right <laughs> are available
2: <laughs> although they now advertise on tv rich which i, which yeah, I think like
3: TV, um iotv4 yeah, i'm like, really
2: surprised that they i remember them saying they would never do that anyway um we would never have met in this environment i don't think because we were in a different team we just literally came across each other as city fans and liked the same thing that sort of thing but i feel so sorry for people uh, you know early 20s now coming out of uni going straight into work environment imagine sitting at home in your garage like i am now you know with um without that sort of oh, exposure to different yeah, people i, I can yeah. do it
3: now. i mean I've, I've had my kind of career in the office so i don't mind working from home now but i do i have been going in every wednesday and thursday trying to just see different people kind of thing so yeah, yeah. I, I, i'm slowly getting myself back into it but yeah if i was early 20s doing this I'm i mean we... so much fun so many good memories and things like that and yeah friends, friends yeah. And just
2: you don't make memories sat at home on a team's call, do you? You, you make don't. memories going out at lunch or seeing someone do something just, funny just in the office. Of that, or...
3: Just summer balls, Christmas parties, and just... Yeah. You know, we used to go every Friday, didn't we? Like, um, one Friday a month, didn't we? you used to do all that. It's I crazy.
4: mean, I, I've got to say, though, there, there is a definite difference between the culture of community in Bristol, where I, I used to work with you, Patch, um, and... The, the experience you have in London. I mean, I've got to say, when when we were working in Bristol, going out to St. Nicholas, St. Nicholas's Market, is it, the food place, uh, and just going out and trying out the hot sauces and then doing those kind of community events, you know, the music events, whatever, I, I'm not sure if I could have pulled that off here in London as well as... Right what was happening in Bristol. And there was is also those other... Is that,
3: you, is that, you, is that because you're coming from different parts of London rather than... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is obviously... And from a qu- quite a distance, yeah, Exactly,
4: yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people working in London that don't actually live in London now. And I think that's that's been the other change, is that lots of people have kind of moved quite a way outside because <laughs> you don't need to travel as much. It's it's kind of cheap cheaper housing. And if you think about how much money we've probably all saved just by not having to buy lunch every day from... At the mm. office or coffee or i mean there's nothing better than being social with someone oh let's go out for a coffee or whatever um but yeah you do that several times a month and you know it's another 20 quid gone right it's quite and it soon mounts up doesn't it so sometimes several times a day several times a day yeah absolutely yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i mean it's so i actually started working from home um when i was working with you duncan because yeah you were you. I think you were, went home on a Thursday, and then you weren't around on a Friday. So I thought, well, I might as well work from home on a Friday as well. And then yeah. I carried on do it. And I, I remember the reaction—you know, the typical reaction of shirking from home and all of that sort shirking of Shirking from home, yeah. yeah. What's on and the that,
4: team? Home's under the hammer, you know. And, now, you ev-
2: and now everyone's doing it, and it's yeah. like you know, it becomes acceptable. Yeah. So it's it's right. It's it's what days you're going to be in now versus what days you're going to be working from home.
4: Yeah. So yeah, it's a strange but, one. But how did you? And Rich worked together at HLM because Rich, you're you're aren't you like a graphic designer or an artist or? Well, the something,
3: building. Right? How many how many members of staff was there, Pat? You that About two hundred and fifty. So, yeah, so right. Just walking around, just seeing each other at lunchtime. times, just, yeah. you know, just bumping in. But what
4: the what job did you together. have though there?
3: I mean, well, your skill your, your, your skill
4: set. You were a graphic designer there, were you?
3: Yeah. Well, I joined there in '92 as a as an office junior, just somebody who typed in. Names and addresses from the, the client base. Literally, we'd have to have a free guide, a guide to Peps. Uh, yeah. We used to, we used to literally stick one pound coins to the 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 advert in the paper. So they cut it out, stick a pound coin on it, name and address, let's send it in. So it's my job just to update the client base. Right. And then after a while, we, we were outsourcing like adverts, like those adverts that people were cutting off, we were outsourcing that to a company called TL Visuals, which is over in Yate in Bristol. And I just said, I just showed an interest in doing it. And I got introduced to the TL Visuals lot. They paid for me to have an Apple Mac, this big massive beige thing. Yeah, that's
1: right, and I, yeah. I just,
3: I just self-taught myself. There was no there was no one, that era, early nineties, there wasn't kids leaving university with degrees in graphic designs and things like that. Like, you know, um, Flash and things like that. It was all right. just cork and So I just self-taught myself. I had no competition in the office. And no one knew if I was doing good or bad. They just, right. just Long as I was getting, as getting it looked like long as I are getting the outsourced, yeah as long as they're getting the final bit yeah just, literally just made a living from that yeah just, just grew and grew from there kind of got the salary I kind of asked for because again they didn't know what to pay a graphic designer so I kind of milked that a little bit and right <laughs> so <laughs> and I've actually
4: I've just re- I've recruited recently a graphic designer to my team because you know it's kind of like you know get get someone who can who can bring visuals to life and understand it's kind of definitely and having someone in, in my team to do that as well but just graph- saves time produces better content and you th- can just sit
2: engaging. with them and say yeah, yeah graph- you just switch graph- this bit around or
3: yeah, yeah graphic, design now, graphic design is all digital it's not just print now it's digital is web yeah. it's kind of it's everything
2: mm. yeah so yeah but like, to, to, like to answer your question duncan obviously rich was in one part of the office i was in the other but i think it was probably our common interest in Bristol city initially yeah that that uh, that that drew us closer together, yeah, and we, but and
3: we yeah. both from the same bit of Bristol, don't we both. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, we old, didn't so.
2: lived in a similar similar area.
3: So have you, have you two become like the official,
4: unofficial spokes team of Bristol City? Then is it City you support? Is right?
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to say that, the wrong thing and upset you guys. That could, you have been, could have
4: been
2: that could have been I know, I know. I know. It? I know. Yeah, no, it's Bristol City. So yeah,
3: how does that was ever. Because
4: you know, yeah. it seems like every time I'm I'm seeing a one of your podcasts, and I, I I get all the notifications when you release something, and it's kind of with X and X. City player. Yeah, so so obviously
2: we've got this show, which is the original show. So anything yeah. that starts episode and then a number, like this is yeah. probably episode 177 or something. So how many you've done now? Is it? Wow. And then the bonus show is basically post match reaction to every show. So I met a guy who writes in the Bristol Evening Post. Yeah. Um, on the radio, when we're in the green room and we got chatting and we st- we just started doing post match reaction and I call yeah. it the bonus show. So I thought it would be a one off. Yeah. But that's continued and is doing really well. And and then Robin's Reunited is two ex-players from Bristol City that I get back together, and it's me and them two. So it's always three people. So it's right. maintaining the three peeps um, sort of dynamic uh, yeah.
4: format, if you yeah. like. Um, but, but, yeah. uh, but I've got to say, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, it's no secret. I don't really follow football. I've never really been interested in it. But you guys really know your stuff, right? I mean, it's no <laughs> wonder that – I mean, I, I imagine you probably picked up lots of listeners – because of the football podcast type yeah
2: exactly do, right? and and because that because that is a a topic the same topic every week you get you get the same listeners right but with with this show we we might call it you know an interview with someone or a topic or something like that and people might dip in and out of it but there has definitely been a transfer of listeners from those two other bristol city related shows into this show if yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, it's um,
4: three shows, three peeps. But do you, you know, when you set—I mean, how, when was it you set this up? Like five years ago? Now, fifteen? Really? That wow. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's it's amazing, and it, and also, you know, that the, the you guys, as the talent, have developed a lot in that time as well, and it's become very slick now, hasn't it? I think you've got better better mics, better equipment. Yeah, I think you've learned your craft as well. I mean, from that very first podcast. Oh my god. Kind of, you know you're trying to figure out your, how to do your but this is what it's about though it's kind of you just went out and did it and unlocked something and and you know obviously um ped isn't with us anymore but i mean he was a he was a big he was a big driver to get it to the success of the show right? oh yeah yeah and he had i, I mean just uh, and back then I, I think the three of you had a very interesting dynamic and yeah you know i remember like rich having a go at kind of you know i i'd gave i'd given some feedback like it felt like he was dominated initially by you quite a lot patch and then yeah you shifted it and, and it just it was great just to hear that kind of development happening
3: well patch, um, patch is the you know, hats off to patch he's the main driving force he's the yeah he, he the work and he does all the you know i just kind of tag along on his on his tailcoat and just <laughs> told what to do but yeah, yeah even when it's even when it's free of us and pedley patch would kind of keep us in order and kind of run the yeah. show along yeah and, and peddy kind of just chipping in with stupid comments and
1: yeah that's that's yeah
3: that that, that that's, that's still the, what I love. The dad and we're the two kids basically. Yeah, because yeah,
2: you know, I knew how to push your buttons, I knew how to push Pet's buttons, and then you two would often push each other's buttons. And that time we went on, you know, BBC Radio Bristol, the three of us. I'm gutted that that never happened. We were going to take over Radio Bristol for an hour and do a, sh- a live show just before the pandemic hit, and then right. actually Mike Mike got ill and, and etc. But yeah, we, we had about 15, 20 minutes in there, Rich, didn't we? Yeah.
3: Okay. Have you been back?
4: You, you must have been you've done more BBC stuff though, right?
2: Yeah, not necessarily the original show stuff. No, the original more. show, yeah. yeah. But uh, we, yeah. We,
3: both did, we both did our own like a. Yeah, actually our, I don't know if music, I ever
4: music, yeah, the that,
3: decade, that, that music thing
4: that you did, Rich, was really fascinating. And the yeah, surprised, yeah I, I thought it was wonderful, right? I really did. I thought it was a good show. I thought the, the guy presenting it as well really um was great at getting the conversation going as well. But what surprised me, though, Rich, was your choice of music. I mean, there were there were brilliant songs, but what surprised me was your love of musicals. I didn't, okay. I, I I just didn't see that. I, I that was off my radar with you. I don't think it'd where, be like pods, I jams, from. all that kind of stuff. But
3: um, musicals for me, I, I, it started when back when I was at primary school, which is obviously mid uh, mid seventies to early eighties. Yeah, that's, that's when um, Lloyd Webber first wrote Joseph for schools for schools to kind of put a show on and we did it where I was and I got I got um casted as, as Joseph I think because then cause i had long curly hair then like natural yeah. But, um yeah I, I just really and then went to, I went to secondary school we then started watched the West Side story things like that, and I just loved it I just love musicals from there now.
1: yeah
3: I don't I don't so much like the new musicals like they make they make a musical now out of anything like you know back to the future I'm sure I'm sure it's very good but when they do musicals of legally blonde uh, just films basically I just think that's like just cashing
2: in on I, I, th- I think what that does, you know, like you're in Falls and the horses, is like you're back to the future. Tomorrow night, I'm going to watch School of Rock at Bristol Hippodrome. Yeah, for that's, example. That, film's,
3: that film's a musical, don't it?
2: Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah,
3: the, that's yeah. yeah. Musical,
2: is it? But yeah. that that sort of thing takes someone like me who's not massively into lay and all of that sort of stuff to the theatre and it makes you want maybe want to go a bit more. Like I just went, went to New York in February and we just wanted to see a show on Broadway. So yeah. we watched Chicago. Not I didn't, pick Chicago it just happened to be the oh, one that group. was
3: brilliant though wasn't it
2: and, and I absolutely loved it yeah I'm sure, it. I'm
3: sure even these back to the future ones I'm sure they're amazingly well done but I've not I haven't gotten to that bandwagon yet I, I still like my traditional
2: mm. Bugs yeah.
3: West Side. I was so gutted that when they made a new West Side Story it just didn't, didn't need making I'm, have you seen I'm, it though I haven't watched it but the original one yeah original, I,
0: the
3: original one nine Oscars so it couldn't be that bad
4: yeah and I've got to agree with you I, I, I never understand why they need to remake what our classic, I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking like, um oh, what's that one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? What was it called? um Total Recall, right? That got, that got remade, right? But it was a perfectly good film. I just think, yeah, yeah, you know, there's enough creativity out in the world to, to, to do new, um to do new films. Like Karate Kid, I mean, that to us and to our age group was like a pivotal film moment, right? Mm. To watch that film, to, to see this, to see this struggle. I know we were talking about Cobra Kai earlier, but, that yeah. original film was amazing, right? And yeah. then just to see this kind of version done, I mean, it was—I mean, if you'd never seen it before, it probably stood up all right. But to know that that film got remade, you mean the when, the, ja- the Jackie Chan, the, the, one, the yeah. Jackie Chan one? I mean, I love Jackie Chan; I think it's amazing, spin. right? But yeah, and um, yeah, the young uh, Will Smith's son. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just it, these are films like that, and. They didn't need baking, and I agree with you, Rich. I think something like West Side Story is kind of a classic, it's kind of
3: so, I mean, it part won, of the foundation of
4: kind of filmmaking. almost.
3: It wasn't right? an Oscars itself, so it didn't need remaking. Did it? If it's a good old film that was quite dodgy and remade it, you think, all right, fair enough, they've polished yeah. tur- it, but yeah. to remake make a classic is just ridiculous. Yeah,
2: yeah, I can't even remember what started this conversation now, but um,
3: my music, my musical background, well, is it, yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Oh, Duncan posed the question about the podcast. That was right. Um, Right. I've got some more, some more quick fire stuff to get through. Right. Do you ever feel sorry for the other awards given earlier that night? So I watched the BAFTAs the other night and you know, right at the end, the show ends and then they say other awards given earlier that night. Would you want to be the person that's getting those awards? (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if I can find those
4: kind of shows that interesting um what award I, shows yeah i years ago right i got invited to one of those award shows at the grosvenor house right and i and i quite quite it must have had something to do with me working for bmw because right you know we used to get invited to all these things i remember going to the grosvenor house and seeing all these people off tv and all that i was chatting to everyone but it was actually not that great it wasn't a great experience to I be there the, live right? the
2: oscars and the baftas i'm a big movie tv person right so- so I find yeah. that interesting. And watching The bathers the other night, I hadn't heard of some of the winners, and I went and watched them as a result. You know, Did like you? Help, for example, with Jodie Comer and Stephen Graham setting a nurse a dementia yeah. or nursing home during the pandemic. And it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. She won Best Actress for that, and someone else won uh, Best Supporting Actress, I think, from, from yeah. that. I went off and watched it, and I wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Because yeah. I must have missed it when it was advertised or whatever, but right. yeah, it just made it just made me um, not laugh, but just made me feel for those people that they didn't yeah. make it into the the cut
3: of the, the main show. show. Yeah, you know what I mean, Rich? Like, they're yeah, probably yeah. just cutting for time, though, right? Yeah, well, you've, got, like, you've got to look at you got to look at when Gervais hosts Golden Globes and he can't wait for the show to be over, so he, he kind of yeah, true. He shows contempt to the award I mean yeah. he's at yeah. least hosting it, but I, I don't mind those awards awarded by the peers, but when it comes from TV Times about Rosuvo and yeah, best celebrities eighteen years in a row. So <laughs> yeah, things that are just a joke. Yeah, yeah. Right. Did Next Stephen
4: question. Graham? Just before we move, yeah, Stephen yeah, yeah. Graham win an award then? Because he's a he's an amazing actor. Did he win something he? for Time that the prison? That's won. a. Br- I don't
3: know if you've seen it or not. That is brilliant. Sean, Sean
2: Bean won the Sean award. Sean
3: Bean, did he? Yeah. Uh, yeah I know Stephen Graham won. what I know he did win an award because people said about time he's won something.
2: No, he went up on. I don't think he won. He went up on stage because Time. Time won an award for something, and he went up, right. you know, at like best adaptive screenplay or something along those lines. It, it one, was one a his
3: country's best ever actors, but he's it, done yeah. so
2: much lately, hasn't he? Have you seen that one about Virtues, where he plays yeah. a an alcoholic, yeah,
3: the, the free parter Yeah, yeah, that was amazing.
2: He's done that. He was in another one on Netflix where he's a chef.
3: Yeah, I, I, and that was filmed in one cut, wasn't it? That in was one cut. Oh yes, I, I watched that. I watched that about a week ago,
4: and that was amazing. Writing, yeah, really. It was well done. His wife was in it as well, which I think may have been in that other um, show you were talking about as well. But very tense, really well done.
3: Mm. Kind of just made you feel moment. like you were you were there, you were didn't it. it? Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, so he's Br- done that, so much lately. That virtues film, you, you, the one you're on about, that scene where he's in the pub and he's buying people's drinks. Yeah, Patch. Yes, that is an amazing bit of acting when he's
2: yeah, because it's all it almost that. looks as ad lib, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, and it, but oh, I'll have I've to watch that one. But you've yeah, seen I've that seen so seen many that. times in real life. This this drunk bloke who's trying to get friendly with everyone. Yeah. Ends up kind of spilling his drink everywhere, and yeah, mean, that is amazing. what's
4: that show called again? What's Virtues. That called the Virtues. Virtues. Is that a BBC show? Is it? I think it's, I think it's Channel Four. four. Channel yeah. Four. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll definitely watch that. Yeah, because it. I mean, I've sort of been a fan of him since they did. Um, made what's he called? Made um, this is England. Yes,
1: that's uh, great, and, isn't it? And, and I've that. got to say
4: that yeah, the guy who directed that, Sean Meadows, Shane, Me- Shane Meadows, is it? Well, this this one's Shane Meadows one. The virtue. Oh, is he? Oh, because he he really does kind of trust the actors to kind of deliver yeah. their performance. And there was a bit in This Is England where Combo, that was a character he was playing, went down because um what's it Lol killed her dad? Do, 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 yeah, and, yeah, and I just that. the do you remember how tense it was? It was kind yeah. of and, I, you know, you just look at it as a director and just think, how on earth did you get your actors to kind of perform yeah. to that level? I mean, they were just like 100% into it. And I can't imagine they did multiple takes of that just because it felt so real, didn't it? It really well, felt like, like you were in the like moment, say, right? like
3: you said, the director just trusts them Get the film, yeah the rolling, and let them do it. Let yeah, do it. I'm
2: gonna to have to go back and watch this Is England now. I think it's been long enough that I'll that I'll watch it again well, and get well, the same I think, enjoyment.
4: I, I think the better. I mean, the the original This Is England film was was it fantastic, 80? right? This is England 80, first? eighty. Well, I think it was just called This Is England, and then it right. went to eighty six, which was the football. Was that the football yeah. one? Well, there was eighty six and ninety, wasn't it? And ninety, yeah, and I can kind of, and I got I got the the football thing because obviously the, was it the euros or world cup or something world they cup. were referencing world, world, world cup yeah yeah and i remember i do remember the times that like england against poland if i recall i can't uh, come on you guys will correct me on this but <laughs> i do remember all that and it was just at a time because at 86 i was a very similar age to to yeah. those to those characters right yeah and, we, did, we did pay poland in, in that world cup yeah you lost one yeah else. So I know a bit about football, right, Rich. It's just <laughs> I've got I just don't have your depth of knowledge, right? But um yeah, that, that was brilliant. Yeah, definitely watch that again. That was fabulous. Yeah, but thanks thanks for the recommendation. I'll watch that. Well, oh, that's and- uh that,
2: that takes care of our recommendations uh segment.
4: <laughs> well you were just you were just talking about stuff you you watch and I don't have time. And one of them was actually I i love watching um historical shows. So, I mean stuff like Downton Abbey, all that. I love it. Yeah, right. But this watch never sh- watch it it's 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 good right it's it's very very Uh, well crown
2: however i i did watch it. crown's very good
4: yeah Yeah. that was good but i watch um sharp i don't know if you've ever seen it or not sean bean in sharp about the napoleonic wars and it's it's so good it's so good right where where can you get that now well it's i've bought the whole series on amazon prime oh right um but yeah i've I've only ever seen i've
3: only ever seen the liz hurley scene
4: have you yeah (laughs) okay i know the scene you're talking about yeah I mean, do you know what? I, interestingly, I've just watched a very young Liz Hurley in Rumpole of the Bailey, right? So on my way back from <laughs> being um, d- released from jury service, I thought, oh, I'll just have a... And I remember this show, Rumpole of the Bailey. Yeah. Liam McQueen. and I, Yeah, and I've never watched it. I've never watched it before. It is really good, right? So I, that's another one that I've started to get into now. So I've watched two episodes of Rumpole of the Bailey today. But it's got a very, very young... Um, liz hurley in it and it's Brilliant. um and it was about insider dealing yeah and
1: awesome. the guy
4: who plays uh albert in in the joker i've forgotten that, that actor's name um i i know him as declan from um I the city douglas, show douglas hodge yeah he's in it so he's the other character in in this rumpole of the baby, very very young douglas hodge and elizabeth you know, hurley did you, yeah
3: did you know douglas hodge was married to you for a while i think they recently split up oh no i don't who Raquel from Only Fools and Horses. Are you serious? Really? (laughs) Oh, wow. I can't remember her actual name, but yeah. it
2: was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Right, going going, uh, back to the list. Um, Complaining in restaurants. I I very rarely do this. there's people that I go out with who do it every time. Um, I think it's just to always get a free meal. Um, But (laughs) would you... so I did it recently because I was just really disappointed with, with I ordered chicken wings and that these were anorexic chicken wings and there were three of them and it was like 695. All right. So I said, yeah, that's not 695's worth. I'm just saying not value for money. However, then I suddenly thought, would you make a complaint about a starter knowing that the the, the main is yet to come? Oh, do you know what I mean? That's
3: a good
4: question. That is a good question. <laughs> I
3: don't know if I'd um, complain. If it was cold, I'd just say, "Oh, excuse me, mate, this is cold." I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily get quite eggy about it. I would just say, "Oh, this is cold." I'm like, Can I have oh, a do day? you know what I mean, yeah. Rich?
2: If you complain about the starter,
4: they're still yet to prepare your main.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're going yeah. to on the
4: rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: uh, <laughs> uh,
4: do you know what there was? Do you remember when Ricky Gervais used to have that show on? Like, he had his own show after he did the eleven o'clock show. The Ricky Gervais and show. It, yeah. Was it called the Ricky Gervais show? Is it that oh, It was which, like a um, chat show. Yeah. And he had Michael Winner, who, who you know, is the film director, but he's also the food critic. And the first question I remember Ricky Gervais saying, he says, How much chef's piss have you eaten? And you're like, <laughs> right? And that and, and that always, and that's why you've got to be you've got to be good at complaining about your food, right? You can't be insulted because don't forget that. I mean, if you go to a really fabulous restaurant i mean that that's theater isn't it i mean you, you know the guy's an artist he's trying to put his art on a plate so you don't want to say anything horrific um
1: no, just no, no. I yeah
3: I, I think you're complaining someone's cold but i think if you complain, yes this, i you can out the taste then maybe you're kind of your questioning his cooking abilities. Yeah, but i think yeah it's, just, but, it's literally just a heat thing but you know? all, yeah
4: but also it's an interesting one there patch because you were saying
3: like it's not value for money if you're just getting
4: three
1: Anorexic chicken wings for seven wings. quid
4: is kind of like th- that just seems disproportionately high for what you get so that's yeah, a when, value when thing,
2: i, I order chicken wings i i expect them to you know have some meat on the bone for a start yeah um and i really i i'm a bit of a chicken wing connoisseur so when i when these came out i was just so disappointed because i was right i'm ready for chicken wings right and i was like I, I, there's nothing on there it's literally just skin and bone
3: so what, what, what was that kind of that complaint
2: um, nothing happened really. I assume nothing happened to my main, but, um.
3: You didn't, you didn't get, uh, like replaced or anything?
2: No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. She just said, oh, I'll pass that, you know, I'll pass that feedback on. Mm-hmm. That was it really. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The, I mean, I that, said,
3: that's
4: all they're going to do. It's kind of like, you know, when they come and ask you, how's your meal? When you've just eaten that. that she, yeah. yeah. When yeah. you've eaten a spoonful or a forkful of food, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's no, great. Absolutely. You know, thumbs up, but.
2: Right. Next subject is, uh, why do people hate James Corden so much? What do you think about James Corden? I, I don't like him.
4: I don't like him at so all. What, I, why, I, why not? Well, I've seen him on, um, uh, oh, what's that? Uh, nine out of 10 cats. And he just doesn't seem very genuine at all. He no, just he seems like he giggles and laughs and kind of, you know, there's a bit where um, Sean, yeah, Sean Locke is doing like a, a fairly feeble michael jackson impression and he's like oh
3: yeah so funny i oh, say it again yeah. and all
4: that. and it was
3: just yeah yeah
4: and he's it's not like and he's on that sports program again and it just doesn't yeah, seem like Rangers. he's you know he hasn't got that kind of emotional investment in no. you know in the in the conversation it's more like showcasing but the stuff i mean i've actually watched a, a few youtube videos about his behavior and the way he treats his staff and his writers and all this stuff and he's, he's, a, he's he sounds like an appalling man
2: See, I so I've never been exposed to any of that. I've only ever seen, you know, him on his chat show, him on League of yeah. Their Own, him in Gavin and Stacey, which obviously is a you know acting. Yeah. Um, so I've never seen that that side. Well, so, think, so I've not has, got that
3: opinion. I think he has addressed it that that he would, he did teach uh, he did um, treat people bad. I, I he yeah. has actually addressed it, and like, he's the, quite shameful of it, really. Yeah,
4: and there's a there's a really uncomfortable. Just have himself. Yeah, there's a YouTube video of him with Patrick Stewart, and it's really
3: yeah,
4: uncomfortable, yeah. and it's really... And it, and interesting. I saw him on a, a chat show quite recently with James Corden and, and Patrick Stewart on this, and they seem to be getting on all right, but it felt, again, it just felt like he was trying to repair the damage, almost, James Corden. Hmm. It just doesn't, to me, it just doesn't come across as particularly... No. Jack- where, the where guy's got we... talent, there's no doubt about it. He can sing. You Know he's 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 he can clearly act. I'm just not sure again if, if he, that chat not, show thing was there's not kind many of the people right that
2: have uh that have gone to America and and done so well as as he has as well. Oh, so I mean, there's no doubt
4: he's done well, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: The, the car the carpool karaoke he's literally he's literally lived out his dream, hasn't he? Singing in yeah. a car with with everyone, really. Yeah, everyone, um, yeah, you know. I mean, of
4: some, there's, there's, some of those... I mean, when you watch those carpool karaoke's, they are very good, right? Very, yeah. very entertaining. Absolutely. So he's, you know, he kind of tapped into something quite interesting there.
3: Yeah. I mean, um, he's, he's put the work in. He's he has done well for himself, but he... has.
2: Yeah. So he's coming back to the UK in a year's time, apparently, to uh, to to start something new, but we don't know yeah. what. But but we don't, um, yeah, I mean,
3: you read the rumors are haven't you? That he's going to replace Gary Lineker a match of the day.
2: That, that, that's How's not... How's that ever going to happen? That won't happen, sure. Lineacre.
4: Gary Lineacre. Yeah, who never, used to say that? I don't know. There was a, some other footballer that used to go, Gary Lineacre. and oh, that was the... Um, was that what? Is someone from your part of the world, is it?
3: Was it um, Lawrence... Was,
4: yes, when the, when yes. Old,
3: when yes. Sunder, Mac, Laurie McManamy. Laurie. Laurie McManamy,
4: yeah, that's it, yeah. Oh, I've
2: never heard of that. Never yeah. heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Um,
4: okay. My, right. my, only, my only other interesting football fact, he never got a yellow card, is that right? Or he that's never right, got sent yeah. Off? Never yeah, booked. yeah.
2: Okay, right. I want you to um, to have a think um, about this next one. So best first 10 seconds of a song. So the songs with the best first 10 seconds. So a really good intro, a really it's something that you immediately hear it and you think, yes, I want to listen to this song. So, And the reason I, I came up with this is because I was literally scrolling through Facebook a minute ago and Sweet Home Alabama came on. Yeah. and that, that first 10 seconds of that song is iconic and really good. And it gets you into a certain mood for me anyway. Um, so so my immediate entry is Sweet Home Alabama, and hopefully I've given you guys enough chance to, to have a think.
3: Yeah, uh, I I you just one do you?
2: well one and we can we can throw two or three, and I've got some others.
4: Yeah, I mean the one the one that I really like and it'll surprise you is is, is a song called Lowless Theme by are they called the shapeshifters or something like that? Oh, yeah. And as soon as it, I just love that track. I absolutely love it. And in fact, if I'm doing like a, a Zoom call where I'm presenting, it with, it's, I'll often kind of use a piece of music just to kind of get me ready before I go live. And that's <laughs> one of those songs. I, I Yeah. Do <laughs> you know what I mean, Rich? It's just kind of like, come on everyone, point
3: to the laser. I, I, love, I love being backstage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it just oh, it. What's he doing? Yeah, that one. okay
4: yeah Rick, that's,
3: uh, that's a fabulous track that i'm gonna go with uh, always um recognize boys song two by blur yes kind of a, uh, yeah. good call yeah. yeah everyone knows that one like, yeah that's a, that's a pick me up that's, i could be featured on sports programs or anything and fifa yeah. but that was used on fifa wasn't it and,
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah um, metallica enter sandman for me is always a good one
4: yeah I'd go with um, Under the Bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers as oh, well. Oh yeah. riff, yeah, at the start, isn't it. Yeah. I do you
3: like a, a Baba O'Reilly by the the Who? That's a that's a slow builder. I that? don't know if I don't know. Ba- 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 if, Baba sure
4: I, I probably do know it, Rich. I just don't know it by that name. Yeah.
3: Here we are. You might you might know it by um that
4: one, yeah. Oh yeah, I know it. I know it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good.
3: It's
2: good like that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we did an in- intros intros quiz recently as well and yeah within within one little noise sometimes you can you can pick out a song one little chime one little riff whatever um and that it's not always it's not always a great song it's
4: just a great start yeah i i did a a a quiz for my son's school about four years ago and one of them was a music round, right and you know that song 10cc um i don't i don't like cricket i love it you know that one and I just thought that was the only... Anyway, there was a massive argue, <laughs> argument <laughs> because there's also like a Bob Marley track that has ah, the same right. riff. And I went, oh, crap. Okay. I I, I said, okay, you can go, You can have a point each. Next thing, everyone's like having a row with me about... <laughs> so, so being Quizmaster at a school where people are obviously... I, I just thought you do it for the kids, you know, do it for the fun. But people get very, very competitive when it comes to doing quizzes and all that. You got, so you have, you have to I think get- music... Music round is one of those that I think I'm going to avoid in the future. You have to go and get a book to prove it was right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have, people, I, have, I have people literally coming up, playing their iPhone, going, but it's this track, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Okay, right. Well, it's now time for tonight's quiz. Tonight's um... quiz general knowledge i know rich loves a quiz and yeah. uh, duncan has a quiz master
4: at four years yeah ago at the um oh no i've been it. doing lots of zoom quizzes I do oh yeah we've time. done yeah i do it hundreds, like my, my, my friend i've got a couple of friends who are teachers in the u.s and they often ask me to do like quizzes so, so these do like quizzes about England and and the Queen and whatever they love it. This
2: is from a quiz I hosted uh, last last week in Cannon House actually, oh, um, and we raised just over two thousand pounds for the Ukraine DEC appeal. So, uh, oh, thank, thank you for me. Did, did you get
4: that matched as well? Yes, yeah, so that's
2: with, that's with matched
4: with that's match with given, matched. Yeah. Brilliant! Yeah, what a great effort.
2: So, question one, uh, yeah. Duncan. Hang on, hang on.
4: What? Do we, how do we answer? No,
2: do we I'm going to come to you first. And then Rich will get question two, but if you don't okay, get question one, Rich gets the chance to steal. Right, got so Next in, in the song Mambo Number no. 5 by Lou Bega, what is the only girl's name mentioned that doesn't end in the letter A?
4: Oh, blimey. Uh, Rita. Oh, no, that's got an A in it. I <laughs> oh, to
2: take your first answer. Yeah, uh, so I right. don't know.
4: Rich? Rich is going to be singing it.
2: Chance to steal?
3: i know i don't know, uh, uh, yeah,
2: you know carol i don't know uh mary mary really yeah. that's can a good list- question can you list them um pamela angela rita monica, monica? yeah yeah i think i think i might be it but listen to it when you get home yeah you're already home right very rich, good question rich what letter is 500 in roman numerals
3: 500 No Googling. I'm not Googling. Come fingers up. <laughs> he's,
2: got, he's got his fingers in the shape
3: of an X. <laughs> yeah. Come on, what X was. That's a 10, isn't
2: it? X is 10. Yeah. What was the same. Come, oh. come to me if Richard's going to it. Gonna, gonna, yeah. Good. Dead air is a crime.
3: So we should, we should like a Y, in it, so we
4: nope. Duncan. C. No, it's D. Oh, D. Yes. <laughs> D. Yes. Yes. I did know that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, dear. Unlucky. Yeah. 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 C is is 50, isn't it?
2: What was the name of the evacuation of British forces from the north coast of France? Oh, well, that's D-Day, isn't it? Evacuation of British forces.
4: Evacuation of British forces?
3: Yeah. Not the D-Day landing.
4: Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. Rich?
3: Um, Zebedee.
2: Dunkirk? (laughs) <laughs>
4: yeah okay well, i okay. thought d-day i thought i thought d-day meant dunk inv- no D-Day
3: that was, was oh, okay D-Day London. London. yeah yeah um, you're right you're right
2: okay number four how many minutes are there in a week rich oh
3: fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> loads uh, i can't watch it because it's 20 times uh 60 times 24 24 times,
2: 24.
3: times seven it's basic maths <laughs> yeah I know, but i can't I got time for that patch right
4: duncan how many how many minutes? In a week. Oh, crikey. Uh I don't know. This is a guess 130,000. 10,080. 10,080. I think he could have asked me the question about if a if a million seconds is a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. How long is a billion seconds?
2: Right. Um, I don't know whose question this is. Is
3: this nil nil at the minute still? It is. Oh, you're not um, going to answer
4: my question then? No.
3: Oh no, sorry.
4: That, was, I that, that could have I could give you a point here. So, go on. A million seconds is about a week and a half. How long is a billion seconds? Don't know. A m- month. A month. Rich says.
2: A two months. No, thirty-two years. Jesus. Okay, now. Yeah. Okay. Right, we're going to we're yeah. going to switch gears on this. It's going to be yeah. the first one to shout it out wins. All right. Okay. All right. How many ghosts chased Pac-Man? Four. Correct. Duncan gets a point. I
3: thought we were going to say fucking Scrooge. Uh, What's
2: the highest rated film on IMDb?
4: Godfather. No. Avatar. No. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Correct. Yes. Swizz. Uh,
2: What is the collective noun for a group of frogs?
3: Spawn. No.
4: Uh, A A
3: flock. A murder.
4: A murder of, flog- of frogs.
3: No, murder of crows. Um,
4: a parliament. Fange. It's
2: an army. Is that right? No,
1: that's a good
4: yeah. one. Yep.
2: Mm. Uh, where is the strongest muscle in the human body? Cheek. Nope. Uh, <laughs> mouth. Tongue. Uh, buttocks.
4: <laughs> Jaw. Jaw. Oh! One point for Rich. <laughs> I'll give Rich that one. Yeah. Oh, what no. is
2: the first color on the eBay logo?
4: Uh, yellow. Blue. Blue. Red. Correct. Green. Hang on, you're saying re- red, red, red is correct. How many points have I got now? Three, so right? Three, three one. Three one wash. Three, one oh. Right. Um
2: couple more questions uh, then. One. Give give Richard a chance. Uh which which footballer made a goal scoring return to his international football team at nine months after stuff, suffering a cardiac arrest on the pitch?
3: That was Ericsson. Christian Ericsson. Correct. Denmark.
2: Um, okay, who has won more grand slam tennis singles titles, Venus or Serena Williams?
4: Venus.
2: Serena. Serena is correct. Fruit. Oh,
4: Richard, oh, you gotta go. We've got a tiebreaker, right. Equalizer. So it's,
2: it's three three now. Okay, all right. Um, I won't do a sport one because that's unfair on Duncan. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go down to uh, the Telly Addicts round. Telly Addicts, I didn't get that. Could
1: you try again? Three, three. Hey, Siri. Siri.
2: Series he's picking up. Right, here All we right. go. David Jason is best known for his role as Dale Boy in... Only Fools, Only Fools and Horses. Horses. In Only Fools and Horses. However, who played his eldest daughter, Mariette Larkin, in Darling Buds of May?
3: Oh, sir.
4: Oh, uh, uh, Catherine T. Jones. Yes, that's correct. I knew that. Yes. Duncan wins this week's quiz. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Came back from the Rich. Came back from the dead, but unfortunately you Duncan nearly had
4: it back. though, Rich. You were you were getting there on that one, were
2: you? I
3: was, but I was always told to allow the guests to win. So
4: Oh, is that right? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah. No,
2: that's on Room of Doom, which we're gonna kind of come on to now. Right. Um Duncan did do a jingle
4: for this, but are you, uh, are you gonna play the jingle?
2: Uh pff, don't know if I can
4: be arsed. Bother to edit it in, right? To be honest. the royalties...
2: Yeah. Um yeah, but uh why don't we just sing it together then? Hang on, let me let's see if I can find it very quickly. There it is. Richard
4: Richard Mike. Mike. Can't hear it. Can't hear it. Just keep it in one place, keep it keep it near the mic, it'll right. work a lot better.
2: I couldn't work out where the mic is on this blooming thing. Here we go.
3: That big black thing probably <laughs> there it goes perfect
4: tell us what's in your room
2: of doom okay so this is great jingle that really good very good um right duncan as you're the guest technically you can go first
4: any chance i can put my 13 year old son in the room of doom (laughs) yeah what is is it about your hormones hormones (laughs) behavior
3: yeah. kind of just everything my,
4: yeah daughter, so. yeah it's uh you know he's a, he's a good kid he really is but blimey sometimes like getting him out get him out of bed i mean he'll literally get out of bed and run for the bus within five minutes right every <laughs> morning i mean this morning i was looking at him right and it looked like it looked like someone had dressed him in the dark right it was like <laughs> no i mean his tie was not not under his collar it was kind of half under it, it just looked an absolute bloody mess right? And then. His, his idea of personal hygiene is just wearing his David Beckham aftershave on everything, right? It's kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, not, I mean, he'll do, he'll play sport for hours and hours and hours. And I have to like, say, right, son, Xbox is going off everything because you need to go and shower. You know, you're not a boy anymore. You turn into a young man. Go yeah. and shower, get clean, wear some clean clothes, all this. So it's kind of like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure all three of us probably weren't massively different at 13, right? Yeah. But it's like, bloody hell. I mean, can you even hear, like, scr- son, come, come down. Like, and he just does
3: it. And he's just on
4: his little, you know, he's on his phone upstairs. Yeah. 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 He's kind he's of doing like. like ever. I just, I yeah. just
3: still get, I still get confused. They, they've been going to school for years and they still, like, surprise that they have to get ready for school. It's, yes. It's time, it's time to get up. Uh, yeah. Got, like have been doing this for like bloody
4: eight years. And, and <laughs> I've got to say the food, I tell you the portions that boy can eat, right? He's kind of like, I mean, full on adult portions and seconds. And he's, you know, he's five foot one or whatever he is now, 13, but he's just like, that boy could just take in and consume calories as well. Um, yeah. But Does yeah, he, even do you it, think
2: he'll, um, do you think he'll shoot up and be taller that tall like you?
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I mean, even you, school, six, I'm, six, four, um, six four? Yeah, I know you've got a, you've got an inch on me, have you, Patch? You're six oh, five, right? That just said you are, mate, you're. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, uh, okay. It's yeah, it's, it's poor comedy. It's quite hitting the lowest <laughs> denominator now. But um, yeah, even through secondary school, I wasn't I wasn't that tall. And then it was when I was kind of like fifteen. I think something just kicked in. Mm. and I was like stick thing I mean I remember like being embarrassed to take my school blazer off because my shoulders are so narrow right it looked like I should have had the coat hanger in to give me some shape but I was banging my head on stuff I was like really clumsy and awkward yeah probably no different now as an adult right but um, um absolutely yeah but he'll yeah Okay, I, so I, so you want to put late your developer, yeah.
2: your thirteen-year-old son into the room? Of doom. Maybe,
4: maybe not my son, but some of his behaviour. Okay, I'd quite like to put in. Okay. Te- put in the room of doom. Early yeah.
2: teenage behaviour.
3: Yes. As we're as we're discussing school, I just yeah. want to have a little a little conversation about this. Um, my wife's sister come back from Australia. She's been in Australia for like four years. Right. And she went, yes. she went, went to school, school with her. She Went to school with Patch. And she sent, oh, yeah? a, she sent me a photo from her. Then when you get a book signed on your last day at school? Yeah. And it's what this one's signed by Patch. I'm Hannah. Not. Hello. I voted for you as the best looking girl in our year. Good what? luck in your exams and have a great life. Patch.
4: Rubbish. That's amazing. You can see oh, that. yeah, we can see that, it. Yeah, we can see it. Oh yeah. God. That
2: is my that is my signature, but I can't remember writing it or voting for I didn't, yeah. I don't know what vote we did, to be fair. Yeah, was
3: there a vote? I don't know, but <laughs> Yeah, she said, um, She said, ask Patch if he remembers writing this in my school leavers book.
2: <laughs> that is amazing. That
4: small world, eh?
2: Well, it must be true. Must yeah. be true. Hi, Hannah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> does, she, does she listen to these podcasts? Yeah. She's probably, <laughs> probably she going to die inside
3: yeah. at that now. Here she comes. Here, <laughs> she, here comes. she is.
2: Come, so, come. so are you putting school leavers books into the Room of Doom, Rich?
3: No, my Room of Doom is, you know... um. Obviously, nowadays we use a lot more hand wipes, things like that. Kind of yeah. Uh, we use them around the kitchen to clean stuff. I haven't found one where uh, you've got a wipe packet that you can just get one out of. They all seem to either all come out at the same time, or right you grab it. You can, they never just dispense one at a time, like no, they're, they they're don't. supposed to. You get one, and then it folds in, then you lose it. You have to get your false fist in there. And next minute you've got a whole packet of wipes in your hand. So that's what wipe dispensers.
4: Yeah, no, that's, that's a good one. That is a definitely good a first world middle class problem you've got there, Rich. It is oh, it's, it's trouble.
3: Yeah. Trouble at the nail. I mean, it, it's it's
2: like that with Rich, and and also another one that, that often comes up, Rich, as you know, is peeling peeling. Um, you know, plastic off of a yeah. a ham or um. Yeah. For me, the other day it was peeling. You know, when you get a ke- bottle of ketchup. And it's got that that bit at the top where yeah, you have reseal. to sort of peel the top off. You peel that off, and you're still left with the the, the film. The pla- yes, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah it what, leaves a layer behind, doesn't it? What yeah. a te- what a terrible design. Yeah. It's, even on the pasta ones, it says open and stick to reseal. Yeah. It never, it never sticks back and stays back. No, yeah. it doesn't. That's no, exactly. What I, I, I do put my pasta into a jar, but yeah, these things. Yeah, the, the ham ones you pull back, and it leaves the whole. All you do know, is pull that outside bit off. Yeah. And it's left and it's left a full film on top.
2: It's like a like a bad bit of sellotape that just you know all rips down down the middle. Right, um, my entry this week is the, for a birthday cake. Now it comes to the end of a meal, and you know it's someone's birthday, and you've brought them a cake, or someone's brought them a cake, and they bring it out. You sing happy birthday. Get that perfect. But I've already had a dessert. I don't. I don't want a piece of birthday cake, and it, you you feel obliged to eat it. And I I overate massively the other day um, at a, at a, a birthday celebration, and they gave me this this piece of cake. And you know, you both know that I I like to eat. And they, I I would feel uh, really rude if I didn't eat this bit of birthday cake. But so I ate it like that scene in Bridesmaids where she says she's not ill, and they give her an almond, and she's trying to put it into her mouth, and she's you know, have you seen that seen that scene? Yeah. Yeah, oh, fantastic. No, it's, it's, That's a good better,
3: film,
1: that. Yeah, better scene,
3: if, better scene if you want to do that is Mr. Chris out in *Meaning of Life*.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Coffin for coffin
1: for
3: Waffer thin mint. Waffer thin mint. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: but uh, yeah, birth birthday cake. Well, um, hang on,
4: Patch. Hang on. This, this seems like a pretty flimsy entry into the room of doom. I mean, they, yeah, you if you go to a how, well, if you to a birthday party, yeah. Do you, I mean? Would you expect them not to serve cake, right? And then wouldn't you? So sort this is of a, this is yeah wouldn't you would kind of adjust what you're eating knowing that ate yeah. that, that that symbolic piece of cake that you need don't to eat supply
2: don't have don't order a dessert and then bring it out or don't supply a dessert and then bring it out it should be don't worry about dessert everyone we've got we've got cake yeah
3: yeah is it is this in a restaurant or is this at someone's house this was um
2: i can't remember now restaurant i think
3: yeah so surely when you got there and whoever's if it is you say look don't have a dessert patch because we've got cake yeah well I it give, came give out
2: the cake. came out afterwards didn't it it was a part of a yeah. three, for, part yeah, of a three courser
3: so that's bad management <laughs> bad, bad organisation yeah right? I, I the, would say I that's the,
4: bad organisation on your part not really. in the
3: cake spot, is it
4: but do you really no. like do you like birthday cake I don't mind it little little piece yeah. is alright little yeah, piece here we go little piece so well, you get just yeah, a I'm, big piece yeah I mean, birthday cake has a slightly different meaning when you're when you're a fully grown adult. When you're five, you just want to shovel it into your <laughs> face, right? But and you, you sort of hopped up on jelly, ice cream, sugary sweets, you know, fairy cakes, yeah. all that, and a bit of birthday. Well, when I, I mean, when I used to go to birthday parties as a kid, the birthday cake wasn't something you ate at the party. You had it; it was a wrapped
2: big, up. Right? Yes. Yeah, it was
3: in.
4: Yes,
2: yeah, it was. That is in a, that in is what in should still happen. That's what yeah. should still happen. It was happen. in you kitchen
3: should... roll, right? That's right, Rich. Yeah, yeah you get should get. Kitchen... You could
4: you, you, sh- could, you could you could you could have got soviet
3: and just wrapped it yeah so when we
4: when when i was a kid we used um birthday parties always finished with birthday cake but we it used to be called a lucky bag right but this bag. might only be a what do you call it party bag yeah but it used to be like it used to be in like a bucket or something then you put it in and you oh, pull yeah, it out right. it'd be a paper bag and it'd have like different sweets in it did you use? Did you do do the same sort of thing down in Bristol? Then was that? I don't. Oh, you well, get I, a
2: party bag at the end. Party the bags, party. yeah. I mean, uh, nowadays, it's, got, it's got like a whistle in it and a fluorescent
1: yeah, tube. Okay. And, but nowadays,
3: nowadays you're giving the people who come to your party a better presence than they bought you. I don't. I don't. get all this. You get a present for going to a party. It's, true. it's just if, it, if it's yeah. your birthday, like yeah, I come, yeah. I, I come and give you a present. I don't expect a present because I came.
2: Yeah, party bags. Party bags. Is, I yeah, think yeah, well, it's been it's around for a long
3: time. Yeah, but it's, it's get, fucking but get also, an, you get an iPad
2: thing, in it.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got that. Well, it's probably that person who's won the eight hundred eighty-four million can probably afford to yeah. buy their guests like iPads and. Homes but it's, now,
3: all this, it's always someone. Someone started it once, and then someone just yeah. kind of built it up, and, and you feel pressured. Oh, they did it. They did it when they come to my party. But, I better, but the, you
4: know I mean? the thing when I started living from the north down into the south, right, there was a lot of things that really felt very different, right, to me. And one of them was it, when it was your birthday, you in the south you had to you had to buy the cakes for a right but in the north when it was your birthday the cakes were bought for you or someone would make a cake or they'd come together it was kind of very weird this whole thing Mm. and it's and i've never seen it done differently even even in bristol i remember we'd have to bring in like donuts and cakes
3: for someone's birthday right yeah if it's
4: your birthday sorry you'd have to buy it yeah
3: yeah 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 my mum told me a story when, when we were growing up in my street they used to kind of um have parties at different people's houses, like they used to take turns, like every Friday kind of thing. Yeah, they go, they go to different neighbors' house. Keys and and one neighbor, one neighbor lived on the local abattoir. <laughs> so when it was his turn, he brought out this whole hog roast thing. Yeah, and kind of did that. What? That, that put the end to the parties because no, no, no one, no yeah, no one can follow. compete with that. Yeah, right? No one to follow it. So that's what that's what happened. Now someone started the party bag thing, and everyone felt pressure to do it. You know what? I thought
4: you were going to go with there, Rich. is like, it, you know, it'd give everyone like, I don't know, a selection of meats. Because I, I, again, coming from the north, you know, the working men's club is kind of your entertainment at the weekend, meat that platter. I remember. Yeah, meat yeah, meat raffle, right? buff-coloured yeah. ticket, you know, and all this kind of stuff. They'd play all these games. Yeah, and one of them was the meat Yeah, the meat platter. Yeah. So that was yeah. a Bristol thing as well, is it?
2: I've heard of it. I've heard yeah. of
3: it. You didn't get it so much, but yeah, it used to happen. Yeah. You used to get the man around the pub to the the, like the cockles and things like that. I used to cr- crab sticks. You just get man like, was man. What's, it, what's the
2: yeah. bloke's name in Gavin and Stacey that comes to the back gate with, with me? Is that Dick Powell or something like that?
3: Yeah, it might be. Uh, I quite can't remember <laughs> that. But, yeah,
2: just yeah. ones just round the back streets with sausages and burgers. But it used to have yeah.
3: in, in the local pubs. You used to get the fish man come around.
2: Yeah. Right, okay. Let's recap then. So Duncan is uh, early teenage behaviours. Mine is birthday cake and Rich's was...
3: Wipe dispensers.
2: Wipe dispensers.
3: They don't allow just one wipe to come out.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, neither of you seem to seem to be offended by birthday cake. So pretty much I can guarantee Duncan's voting for Rich. I am. Uh I Rich is voting for Duncan. So it's down yeah. to me to
3: vote. Because I obviously have a child that age as well. So I can, yeah. I can, I can relate. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go with the dispensers of wipes, Rich, because that annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. Um when Does you just grew- want just want one and then three come out. See, yeah. I am
4: I'm, I'm okay with that because I won the last one. Do you remember? Um about well, the, the
2: the guest usually wins to be fair. Yeah.
4: yeah but I, last time I was a guest on the show, I won because it was the seagull eating the pasty <laughs> the corn, yeah, the cornish pasty out of my son's hand. And it was like radioactive. It was so hot this thing, and the seagull just ate it in like two bites. It was yeah, no, it remember. was amazing to watch, right? It was just terrifying. Oh, but I when, remember. when my son re- Recall, recalls the story it wasn't a seagull it was an eagle right <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> brilliant rich have you got any um any rants lined up yes
3: i have brilliant i got i got a choice of three uh,
2: what do you think of my selection of beer rich i think you're a fan of this i, I
3: like that as well I'm that a massive Town
4: Nec- that. Yeah, yeah it's a good one Very good. A.
3: if yeah. i ever see that anywhere that's the first one that's my first choice yeah. I think so, IPA
4: um, has become my favorite beer actually. Oh, yeah, it's kind I'm of mine.
3: Really?
2: definitely. Yeah, yeah, same for I, me. I, think... I like a I like a, a fruity, a fruity yeah. IPA. Yeah. And this is um actually a London, yeah, Retain is a yeah, London so. brewery. Yeah.
3: yeah. N17. Where's that, Duncan? Uh North
4: that'll be London. kind of Edmonton, North London. Yeah. Yeah, that
3: yeah. is my go-to. If I see that on the pumps, that's my first choice that's me so good
4: side is where you are though i must say you've got to support the west country with their cider making yeah, i'm not Fabulous. a big cider drinker rich you drink i cider, used to be
3: I was, I was back in a few years ago but now i kind of got into the ipas because they're just they're just refreshing yeah. yeah. well
4: batch, the, so. the thing when i used to work in bristol i used to stay at the bristol hotel right And one of the one of the little things as being a guest there is that for every visit you've got a, a bottle of um orchard pig cider and it was oh, a thing i'd always look forward to get yeah. on a sunday night or a monday night whenever <laughs> i'd come into bristol i think oh, i've got my cider pig to look forward to lovely love orchard pig yeah lovely yeah, yeah. I,
3: don't, I don't i don't like these new thatcher's golds they put out a uh, orange one and a blood orange can, you still,
4: one the, one can you still get the can you still go down to thatcher's with a like I don't, I don't know like a five liter jug or something and have your cider? Yeah, was it you guys telling
3: me about this it's in it's in Sanford. the the farm yeah there's somewhere around myrtle farm Sanford. yeah Minnesota. you can just I, take I've your own containers it. down and they'll just serve you i think so yeah they got a shop there so and a bar so yeah maybe you can refill yeah sustainable yeah, it? yeah. 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 But man, on, right, right. On, mine is and this is this is on the streaming sites It happened to me last night as well and i wrote this rant a while ago but this is last night i was watching it's when you it's when you're watching a series right so it's not just a film it's a series and I was, one, once I wanted to find the actress's name. So it comes it come to the end of the film, uh series, and it literally sprang, the, the credits sprang to the top left of the screen, really tiny, and then said, oh, next episode starting in 10 seconds, yeah. And I I, just, I really wanted to find that actress's name. So I spanned back up to the um, screen, because you're going you're gonna to put the credits again. But every time, every, every time I went to rewind to see the credits again, it kept springing up left. So I had to kind of, I had to Wikipedia in the end. So it was that. Sometimes I want to watch the credits.
2: That is spot yes. on. You can skip intro, but you can't skip out. So you should be able to skip outro. So yeah, it yeah. should it should play. And I, I love that it goes to the next episode in five, four, three, two, one. But if you want to stay on that, you should be able to. I completely yeah, but, agree but It's immediate.
3: Wait, wait, even like I saw like a good 10 seconds of the credits. It was literally, as soon as the credits started, it sprang up to the top. And some,
2: sometimes the end credits have actually got some clips in them as well. Yeah. And it mm. still skips past them.
3: Oh, you want to see the information? there, you? you want to see? You know, these people have worked on them On that. Well, you <laughs> want to work out.
2: You want to work out who to Google. You know, naked afterwards, don't you? Basically.
3: It is that usually? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, where, no. where, where have I seen them before? No, I like to. If I see an actress, I think, oh, where have I seen her before? i tell you what's
2: good though on Animism Prime, which they should do on Netflix, is you pause it and it tells you the name of the actor or actress yeah. in that
4: scene. Yeah. Oh, the X ray thing they call it. Yeah. That and is songs, genius. Yeah. 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 It's genius. Been played. yeah. And the trivia and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that is very good. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: But if I game it another stream, it's like now, now TV is even more annoying because you can't scrub through the program. Really? So when you know, just on Netflix, you can just scrub and you get the picture that
1: like,
3: you know, yeah the screen fast forward. On now you got to press pause and then press fast forward and it just goes up, goes up in two second increments or six seconds, ten seconds. But you don't see the screen move, so you can't find a scene unless you know exactly where the scene is in the in the film. Hmm. You can't find it. Yeah, so any, any, I have I have um tweeted Night on that, but they don't they don't come back to me.
4: I'm surprised, Rich. I mean, he's such a well-known am, yeah, celebrity yeah. now in the from the I'm, West Country. I'm a, yeah. I'm a
3: big, I'm a big hero.
2: They don't know what they're dealing with. Yeah, exactly. No, that's a really good entry, Rich. Um, I think that should be um, something that they sort out forthwith. Yes. A um, couple of weeks time, Top Gun Two comes out. Are you excited for that?
3: I am.
4: I am. I am. I've watched the uh, trailers several times now, and uh, well, it's been
2: it's been coming out for the last two and a half years. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and I've watched all the behind the scenes thing and I you know, I even watched the original Top Gun probably a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean it's 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 good. It's a it's, it's a pretty flimsy storyline actually if you look at it. talk, talk
2: about um our chat earlier, the first 10 seconds of of a yeah. song. The first 5 minutes of Top Gun. How many yeah. times have you watched
4: that? Loads. Yeah, loads.
2: It's one way to test out your soundbar, isn't it?
4: Mm. It's yeah. fantastic, but I but You've I got to really do the cinema though. Yeah, but I really do think they're gonna the, the Maverick one. I mean, I've watched a couple of people give, um, sorry, not watch. I've read a couple of the uh, reports um, from the critics, and it's even the critics rate it. So, and I think even just like the techniques, the way they filmed, that mm. that you know they will set up like six cameras in the cockpit, they've really got the g forces. It's very, you know, it's a lot more kind of um, yeah, it's less special effects, it's more kind of practical effects gonna. Yeah. I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be great. Is yeah. it the
3: original cast, or is it just him? Is she in
4: it? Well, I don't think. I don't think Kelly McGuinness is in it, but I'd, obviously Tom Cruise and Val Kilman is in it as well. Is he? They. Sh- yes, he is. He's um is a two star admiral, and they show a picture of him, um, because they kind of do a flashback on the Ad- admiral, Kaczynski. Oh, I forgot his his actual name. Um, has asked for for Tom Cruise to be the test pilot or teacher of these new recruits. And apparently, according to even if you read IMDB, that Bell Kilmer does actually have a part in this film.
3: I thought, thought he's literally on his last legs. Well, well
2: I, I thought that too, but so if there's a great documentary on Sky Documentaries, I think it is, and it's called Val. Yeah. Worth worth watching. It goes sort of through he actually he actually filmed with his own camcorder a lot of behind the scenes stuff that that has never been released until now yeah um, so like you know him with marlon brando and all sorts of different things uh and it it follows him now with his kids and he's got this uh it's not a voice box it's like a ventilation
1: yeah system. yeah
2: um, but he's still got a cracking sense of humor uh so yeah i would that's a
4: a, a recommendation well wow, he he, cool. he turned up on um you know that ricky Gervais show life's too short with warwick yeah, davis yeah, yeah. Batman, he man. turned up in that as batman he was hilarious yeah. in it he was really good yeah yeah, yeah he has got a great, great sense of humor yeah yeah
2: but if yeah and i'm looking forward to watching that definitely in the cinema obviously, yeah then
4: just get that sound i'll probably go over to the everyman uh cinema in canary wharf because it's it's, I don't know if you've got an... I think you must yeah, have an Everyman. Yeah, yeah, we have, yeah. I mean, it's just so beautifully done there. I, I really like how they've yeah, set sofas the whole... stuff. Yeah, the it? sofas the way they serve the food. You can have a beer while you're watching mm. the, the screens and the sound is amazing in there. So it's, it's expensive, but worth it, I think. Yeah,
2: 25th like, of I f-
3: May. I think. Can so. I for a little um, recommendation in? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll
2: come on to that now. Go for it. Oh,
3: all right. It's called The Long Shot on Netflix. So basically, this is in America. This... Bloke was literally accused of murdering a drug dealer, kind of thing. Yeah. But he said he was at a baseball match, but they could, he obviously couldn't prove it. But then they realized that baseball match was live on TV. So they were, <laughs> oh, scouring, no. they were scouring footage of any, whether he got caught in any sort of crowd you now, any, when it, when it goes onto the crowd. Catch. And then they remembered that an episode of, what's that thing? Oh, uh, that. American comedy with um the Jewish bloke in it oh Seinfeld yeah, the one who wrote it the one who wrote the Seinfeld Larry David uh yeah.
4: Curb your enthusiasm yeah yeah they, they
3: remember there's an episode of that was filmed so they they scored through all the kind of the outtakes and they managed to find him they managed to find this bloke literally in the background walking up the aisle because back then they didn't they didn't cut off like areas of the arena to shoot it because it's still a, well, a not really well known program. Right, so it's literally, it's literally just bloke with a camera filming this scene from Kirby's Phuzasm. So no one knew it was. They didn't go, "Well, Larry David, no massive fans." So everyone just like ignored it. And there was a scene, and this kid, and bloke, and his daughter, proved the fact he was actually there when it happened. That's amazing. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch that. That's that's why it's the long shot. Because the long shot, yeah, yeah, the long shot.
1: Yeah,
3: and even then they. They yeah, don't. They not, they're not just the, triangulate the the phone his phone calls. Things that actually phoned his girlfriend just just he was leaving. So that's proved that he couldn't have got there and then left to do it. So it was all these ways, And he got. Off. I must
2: admit, Rich, I honestly thought that was going to be one of your like jokes. Uh, well, I, was my waiting, I was waiting for the punchline.
3: Oh uh, no no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, if if you yeah. want one of my if one, one of my uh, my one liners I'm um I'm going to college where I just start start studying um serial killers who heat who eat their victims. Mm. I've Got a Hannibal lecture tomorrow, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, it's not the same, it's not, yeah. quite the, it's not quite the
2: same when you uh tell us it's coming. Oh,
3: no, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, okay, so recommendation. I so there's only two episodes of this on BBC iPlayer, and it's called Here Here We Go. No, I've seen them all. Is there a think one I've, there? Seen yeah, I've seen this one, seen one as well. I've loved it by Tom Basden. So, is that the guy, the, the, the dad in it?
3: No, he's What's the no, the is dad a- is the bloke from horrible histories. Yeah, what's his name? Don't know, but Tom Basden is the bloke who's in Afterlife as Ricky Bates's boss. So he's in it as well. Yeah, he's he- the he's the brother of the main woman. Yeah,
2: so he wrote it, did he?
3: He wrote it, Tom Basden. Yeah. Oh wow. I
2: did not so, I, uh, I, I literally thing- found it the other night. His and- name's
3: name Jim Howick, I think. The, yeah. The dad is Jim Howick.
2: The, the girl's girl- from Two Points of Laga. No, is it? No, it's girl from IT Crowd.
3: Yeah, she's in it. Um, yeah, but bar- What's her name from uh, Gavin and Stacey? Gavin
2: and Stacey, Pamela. Pamela's in it. Steadman, Alison.
3: Alison Steadman and two uh, few new uh, characters, but it's, yeah. it is brilliant. Watch I've literally
2: watched the first two episodes: uh, one where they got the vo- get the voucher, <laughs> yeah, um, for Wacky World or whatever it is, and then the other, the other one um, where their daughter is trying to get a job. Uh, yeah, with the, that the yeah. yeah, the interview. Yeah,
3: the interview. Yeah, w- I watched them all. I love it. But they're
2: all on there. I, t- I only could only see two on. Um, on there the yeah, other night,
3: I've, I've seen him all. Yeah, Tom Basden. Yeah, the bloke from Afterlife.
2: Yeah, brilliant. She, so that is, play,
3: he plays her brother.
2: That's something that uh, is something for everyone. In that, it's really good. Yeah. So here, here we go on BBC iPlayer. Check that one out. Yeah,
3: that's a great, that's a great recommendation.
2: Um, and Netflix, I'm watching at the moment. I'm, st- I'm still trying to get into Ozark. I don't know if you guys have done Ozark. No, no.
3: my mate loves it. But um, yeah,
2: everyone keeps saying how good it is, and I, I, I keep watching it, and it's not. Getting my attention, but I'll keep going with it because they all rave about it. Um, but what I am enjoying at the moment, and it's it's starring uh Tony Collette, and it's called Unbelievable. And it's um it's a bit of a trying to find trying to find a rapist, basically. But there's a girl, the, the way it starts, the girl basically goes to the police and says you know she's had this this altercation, and then she decides because because their alibi is not great or because she's not sure of information, she basically says, Oh no, it didn't happen. So she sort of just goes silent and then another yeah. case crops up and another one crops up. And then it just sort of follows the journey, two different detectives, two different States or whatever. Um,
3: so it's really, but is, it, is it the same? Is it the same? Uh, well, that's the assumption.
2: That's the assumption. They haven't obviously got to to find him yet. I think I'm on episode four, but unbelievable um, on Netflix. Duncan, what have you been uh, watching? Well,
4: uh, more podcasts than uh watching stuff okay. I, uh, yeah I, i've got a really good uh, podcast recommendation it's called um great british oh gosh great bake british bake off no no <laughs> uh, give... oh, it's great british scandal great british scandal right okay. and it and it's a series of sort of podcasts that talk about well-known british cases like one of them was lord Lucan. there was another one about um the guy who, who cheated on who wants to be a millionaire what's his name oh, yeah. um uh, major yeah yeah ingram charles ingram yeah about that and there's sort of in like four um four parts that each bit of the series and the the um the latest one that i listened to was about the maxwells right you know the maxwell um yeah. family and i i did know about it from back in the day and i've read quite a lot about um robert maxwell and kind of his his family and his kind of behavior um, and it was absolutely staggering. And then I watched um, an old YouTube take of um, it had David Suchet as Robert Maxwell. It was kind of a bit dated. I mean, probably early 2000s, I suppose it was done in. But then, so, so Great Beast Sandals, the podcast. But actually, the series called The Maxwell Family or something, which is on iPlayer, is fantastic. I mean, it's really, it just shows how, shady people can be and and the way money can influence power can can change political views and this is a guy you know again it, it kind of built up this huge organization he owned something like 400 companies at one point yeah. and he was just doing it to shift money around and the way he'd kind of raided the pension funds or it was so when he i was just hiding in plain sight it was absolutely amazing yeah
2: yeah, yeah. i i so i i love watching Documentaries and that, that's. I watched that Val one, I just thought well, that'd be interesting. But yeah. the other one I watched was one about Ghislaine Maxwell, yes. Um, and obviously, that was obviously very interlinked with some, some of yeah. the things you've just said there. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 fascinating, it's fascinating. It is. and oh. and going back to Netflix, that Jimmy Savile, the um, uh, British yes, horror, I, I watched horror that, story. yeah, yeah, watching that and some of the unseen footage, it's 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 incredible that, that it's
3: yeah, that, that it was never picked up on.
2: And even yeah. if it was, it was sort of, you know, pushed under the carpet or whatever.
3: Yeah, and he, he had power. Didn't he, he had power? He had the prime yeah. minister. He had the royal family on his fingers. So.
4: Well, he really did. But this is the thing, right? This
3: is like you
4: know, Rich and I. I think are similar in age, right? That, Jimmy Savile's program was kind of like we never Earth missed the it. It, it, it. It had, I mean, it was like an aspirational show for us. just blind, We'd love and it was just. I mean, this guy had such influence at, at that age, uh, at that time, and and. I was reading something recently where saying if you were on TV in the '70s and early '80s, you were basically famous, right? It didn't matter what you were in because you only had you only competing against two other channels, yeah. and you know, typically twenty million people would be quite a normal amount. Let's say fifty million people watching a show. Mm. If you were on the show, you were essentially famous, right? But this is a guy that had huge influence, uh, at, yeah, at a uh, political level and also with the royal family as well. He clearly used his celebrity to hide his um, behavior, and his behavior was really shocking, right? But also, if you look at things in retrospect, I mean, do you remember the Louis Theroux thing he yeah. did? Where he and th- there were so many clues there, and even yeah. even Louis Theroux went, "I am amazed that we missed all that." Did you um, see
2: the follow-up? It, the follow-up. I did. That I Louis did. Theroux did. Yeah, and he sort of went yeah. over it all, and he's like, he was he, yeah. Louis was absolutely gutted, wasn't he, that he didn't.
3: It was, it was like it was like Samuel was like he wanted to be caught. It's like almost like yeah. I'm I'm telling you I'm doing it. And they were just yeah, laughing. they were just laugh so, at him. Yeah, because I'm yeah. laughing saying it. Yeah, you, you, you think but I'm just joking?
4: But do you remember after he died, there was that? Oh, it's just a puppy. Well, I can't remember the name of the guy. Oh, Did Brian a show Conley? where it was Brian Connolly. Brian, yeah, Conley, yeah. Brian doing doing um, a retrospective about all the amazing work. This was kind of like weeks after he died and whatever. Oh, I don't you remember. cannot find that on. You can't find it anywhere. No, right? Really? It was, uh, yeah. It was. Um, yeah, it was like a real celebration about like, all this amazing work that he'd done. And, mm. Yeah.
3: Because they, they demolished his grave, didn't they, before? Well, they had to. They, yeah, they, they had to do it at night as well. Yeah, they, that, yeah. Yeah, they because... did it like a day before they said they were going to do it kind of thing.
4: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely shocking, yeah. But it was hard. I mean, you know, when, you, when he passed away, it was kind of like a sad moment because this yeah. was kind of like
3: our ch- childhood was kind of anchored at that time, right?
4: But, but I, yeah, when he came just, out...
3: I was... I was just glad he never got... Caught when he was alive, you know what I mean? Yeah, in, in his mind, he never
4: got to stand justice. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. got whatever, doing yeah. But, um, what's it, What was your
4: um, just on the will? I, I'm not talking about exactly the same thing, but just about being shot. The Will Smith thing, oh, the um, slap. Uh, the, the slap. Well, I, I now won't, I can't watch anything. I, I don't want to watch any clips of him on YouTube. No. I don't want to have any. I just think it was an appalling, appalling behavior. When you resort but to violence, I wonder violence, what
3: kind of views you, you guys do. Resort on to that. violence. No matter what, you've you've lost the argument. I think.
4: Yeah.
3: But I, I think I'm he could have got. Sorry, sorry for Chris Rock. He
2: could have. He could have got away with it being like funny if if, yeah. it, if for me if it wasn't for the follow up yeah. shouting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that could have been blown over as staged quite yeah. easily because it wasn't a punch. Yeah. It wasn't like he fell to the ground. Yeah, you know. It Still say, hurt.
3: I, mean, I can imagine it still hurt. I mean, though. Look- that's a Scientology thing, apparently. Slapping It's to show you. Tom Cruise does it his shouting. You no, know, there's clips of him shouting at cameramen. Yeah, and like yeah. And, um, apparently, it never, when he's slapping to show your authority.
2: Mm.
3: So that's part oh. of his religion.
2: But yeah, no, it was it was the the shouting afterwards that made it. That's definitely yeah. genuine. Um, yeah. But I, I must I must say I I I went like with the BAFTAs the other night. I went off to watch Help. I did go off and watch King William the. The Serena and Venus thing yeah. afterwards, and I just saw him as Richard Williams, the the dad, rather than yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. But I, it's I, so, I, such a shame. I'm a, I, I was a I was and probably still am to some extent a big Will Smith fan. I love Hit yeah. Bad Boys. I love quite a few of his films and yeah, but, 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 within,
3: but within minutes of him doing it, everyone's on their feet giving him a standing ovation and kind of and yeah,
2: appalling. I've never been able to watch. Fudge,
3: but there's a footage of him backstage dancing with his, uh, everyone, yeah. with his Montage around him, he's done. I think it's like it's That's... like a never happened. in his mind. It's like it never happened.
2: I'd never. Yeah. Wa- I I I'd love to have watched the Oscars because I I usually do, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I think it's only on Sky Movies, which I haven't got yeah, anymore. Probably. So yeah, a bit, bit annoying. Yeah. I do
3: wonder. I don't wonder. I wonder if Chris Rock didn't even know she had alopecia. He might just thought she'd cut her hair.
4: You know what I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a it was a a poorly judged joke. Yeah. Right? I mean, that you know, he could have maybe said something backstage or made a yeah it, it was just like it was just over the top but mm. the article i was reading a couple of days ago that he has lost millions i mean millions of revenue because of that action right he's lost he's been dropped by loads of
3: yeah i think apple tv have delayed something yeah
4: well. loads of stuff yeah um mm. yeah so it's probably cost him 100 million maybe something like okay. that Whereas I mean, I'm Chris sure Rock- the guy's not struggling for cash,
3: right? I'm sure no, no, no. Chris Rock's ticket sales went for the roof, didn't
4: they? They did, okay. they did. But the Jim Kerry was saying that he, you know, if, if that had happened to him, he would have sued Will Smith yeah, said, for like Yeah, got, for, yeah. yeah 250 thousand 250 million. Yeah. Wow. Whatever, bankrupted him. Yeah.
2: Oh, dear. Well,
4: don't go hit Don't go hitting people's the lesson from this, uh, Otherwise no, you got... will lose 200 million pounds.
2: Rich, have a think about if there's anyone you want to give a shout out to. I've got a couple to do. I've got um, Paul Tompkins, um, who's oh Hanum- Tomco, Tom-, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tomo, 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 Tomo on um, the Hanum Physio on Twitter. Uh, he he uh, is a big City fan, and he I, I, I hurt my neck a good year ago. And uh, went along to. I've had chiropractor treatment. I've had um, massage and all sorts, and it's still a big problem. I went along to see Hanum Physio, Paul Tompkins, which is on the the Hannam Road opposite the Co-op, and uh, yeah, he, he he gave me some some good exercises to do, and you know i've i've now tried all different things and uh just a big thanks to um to paul for for that and yeah get along if you've got any aches and pains get along to uh paul tompkins down in hanham uh the barbers in sainsbury's emerson's green um i went in there i i occasionally i you know i shaved oh, my own hair yeah, i was gonna say for what
3: yeah what, what, what?
2: what? But sometimes i put like the to have the cap in
4: your eyebrows or
2: No, I like to have it done properly, you know, like yeah. a bit of um what's the word, grading and things like that. So t- tidy, tidy up the sides, yeah. tidy up the neck. Right. Um, does my beard as well, which is always nice. Um, so give 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 that one a look. Uh, went to the mocha lounge the other night, Rich. Uh, I don't know if you've been in there yet, but there was a, a magician on, uh, down-end? Mar- Marco Long, yeah, in down-end, and down end and close up magic at your table whilst you sort of wait for your food. I think that's genius because, you know, you order your food and then sometimes it can be 15, 20 minutes and having a magician walking around doing close up yeah. magic. And he was amazing. So, uh, yeah, get along to the mocha <laughs> lounge, just particularly. Uh,
4: what was there. the name of the, uh, the, the magician? Marco Long. Marco Long. Yeah. Marco
3: Longo. Marco Long. the Longster. A longster. his name's dangerous Mark, really.
2: And I, I'm, I'm doing a uh I'm doing a raffle in June, middle of June, for Mental Health UK. So if anyone is listening thinks they are able to donate a raffle prize, then please do get in touch because we're looking for some decent prizes for that.
4: Probably a signed photo of you is probably enough of a prize now in it, Packs. Well, you. that's
2: that's the star prize. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You and then Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Rich, you need to do the same and then a picture of you and Rich together signed would be a good one. Right.
3: Yeah. Just make sure, it's, make sure it's round and it's the same size as a dartboard. It'll be fine. Yeah. perfect. <laughs> Rich, anything
2: for you? Anything you've experienced lately you want to give a shout out to?
3: Well, my, mine's the pre shout out, really. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm going to say thank you to uh, Longwood Records, Ian, who's offered to give me a lift to the Series 2 preview screening of The Outlaws by Steve Merchant. I'm surprised you surprise didn't buy a ticket.
4: I'm busy that night, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, so oh, it's the second series of that coming out, is it?
3: Yeah, the second Obviously, series. Obviously,
4: I, I thoroughly enjoyed that first series. It was great. Did, did I mean, it was very Bristol-based. Did you recognise... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I recognize you recognised all yeah. the scenes,
3: the yeah, areas, yeah. 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 I think series two was literally filmed straight after. Obviously, it just has two different series. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I'm going to a preview screen and the Watershed to that. Lovely. I think you might probably watch the first episode of series two. It's not
2: really the whole thing, no, surely.
3: Followed by um, a Q&A with Steve merchant the woman who played uh, Jessica Gunning who played Diane who was head no she was in charge of the kind of the outlaws oh she was great that was a yeah. great
4: character well cast I thought that as oh, well yeah, she, yeah. Really, she really really ambitious yeah so, so I was looking great. forward to that and he's obviously yeah. me a lift so how well, do you think I, he got Christopher Walken onto the uh onto the cast well, he lives in, I mean that was kind of left field that's kind of a left yeah it's kind of left field kind of choice think, right good very good
3: I think it took a few emails and faxes because I think he did mention that Christopher Walken's probably the only person still with a fax. So, and he was was invited to his ranch for a few hours. So, I
2: think think that that, I I think he had it in his mind that he wanted like a big hitter from Hollywood. He was obviously Christopher Walken was probably top of his list, but that helps it sort of translate and become something that the Americans then want to watch. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, It's a good show. I'm quite surprised you- it trans Because it, it's quite big in America, and it's, it's on US prime, prime recently, wasn't it? Yeah. And I've, I've seen all the tweets. I'm quite surprised it transitioned so well over there, but... Yeah. Do you think it
4: needed subtitles
3: for all the accents? I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To subtitles, but... Yeah. yeah fair, but and Ian
2: Aitchison from Normal Records is in Outlaws. Um, That's who's giving me a lift. Plays the barman uh in episodes five or six, I think. Did right?
4: you have the... A- Barber from uh, from them on your show or something, didn't you have no,
2: someone? No, so we had him, the barman, he, he yeah. came on, yeah. just after his show aired. And then the week before that, we had Stu McLaughlin on from Living Spit, the the the, um, the theater twosome, and he right. played a policeman in The Outlaws. So they both had a bit yeah. of a story about it, yeah, so, right. So, yeah, oh, go, back, go back through the archives to, to find him. Definitely Lover. building your celebrity network, you two, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah, right. Well, chaps, um. I think we're gonna leave it there. That's cool. Uh it's been great to to catch up. It's been great Loved to it. to talk nonsense for probably yeah. like, nigh on two hours. Um and yeah. yeah. We, I wonder how many happy.
4: people are gonna listen right to the end, Patch. What do you reckon? Should we get them to just
3: let you to, know if they've actually drop
2: drop us an email.
3: Three
2: P I A P C at yeah. Gmail Oh
3: what a link. What a link. <laughs> Win a prize if you just the last word.
2: Yeah. Okay. What is the last word, Rich? You say it. Good night. <laughs> cheers everyone thanks for listening follow us see on you, twitter at, at
4: 3PIAPC and cheers, I'll see you in 2 I'll see you in two years time again Yeah, to be a guest right
2: don't, don't be a stranger
4: don't be a stranger alright see you soon take care